What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here, back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Indeed. And that's you. Shout out to the Coach Gang, the Ten Toes Up Gang, and everybody in the building, the Nasty Boys. And shout out to everybody in the building. We really appreciate y'all. We really appreciate y'all, man. And welcome to Coach Greg Adams, CGA, the Bruce Wayne of this ish, Coach Dadamas himself, the speaker of truth and the king of content. You know who it is. Shout out to the new listeners here, of course. CGA been everywhere, worldwide. We on the world too with Muhammad, my man. Hey, man. Hey, man. We've been, we've been getting a lot of people here realizing who CGA is. <laughs> Oh, man, it's been crazy. And some haters showed up back in the building. <laughs> we'll talk about that later if it does come up. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, we don't worry about haters here. We actually love the haters. We monetize the haters, and then we allow the haters to, you know, snivel in their jealousy. It is what it is. Male jealousy is a male, male jealousy is a thing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, man, shout out to Raider Nation in the building. Yo, Woo. if we would have lost, that would have been the season. That would have been it. Shout out to Raider Nation. Saw me kicking with some coach gang members out there, almost in the front row. It is what it is. Hey, man, uh, great show today. The headline of the show is three reasons why men keep picking the wrong woman. We're going to talk about that, dating fatigue. What happens when you get dating fatigue? You end up with the wrong woman. And then that woman ends up driving you crazy, right? And then, or you might even knock up one of these women. We're going to talk about the black male sperm shortage. Out here, boy, the struggle and independent keep taking so much, so many losses. Yes, the Bruce Wayne of this ish. Did, I forgot to say that. All right, the Bruce Wayne of this ish is crazy, man. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. So, uh, we, we're talking about the strong and independent women keep taking L's, man. I'll tell you, man, I left the community a long time ago. <laughs> left the community a long time ago. I just can't deal with the, the mindset of these junior high school juvenile mind thinkers. You know what I mean? They always think on emotion. We're gonna get to that, and I'm not. One to actually come down hard on black women, but we're gonna talk about black men. So we gotta talk down on them. I mean, we gotta talk talk about them because the decision making that they make is absolutely despicable. Man, listen, it's despicable. I mean, they're they're gonna penalize you, brothers, that are very loyal to your race of women, dude. They they are they they got it all wrong. Nine times out of ten, they're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean, they're dead wrong. Like they're dead wrong. And but the problem is there's nothing you ninjas can do about it. See, other women, other women that you deal with, you know, I don't uplift other races of women either because they got their issues too. But but when they're dead wrong, you can at least correct them. <laughs> you can correct them. You'd be like, or you can put them in their place. Like, all right, that's nice of me. Thank, thank you, baby. Thank you, Tuts. Sit down. But them, not them. Nope. Dead ass wrong. <laughs> oh man, it was crazy. Oh, man, shout out to you, man. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. So, uh, look, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA Live in the building on the Cash App and Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. I always have to read it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, where are we at? Coach Greg Adams TV and then also PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Also on the Notorious CGA channel in the building. New, 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 new world order. You can super chat. All right, you can super chat. So it is what it is. Hey, man, let's get into the show. Let me, oh, do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. No, we're going to have to get Belly Deli in here. Let's get Belly Deli if you don't hit the like button. All right, 
Uh, let's see here. Shout out to Class Nope. Shout out to Pimp Skywalker, one of the best names on YouTube. He says, shout out to the coach gang and the Wisconsin volleyball team. Yo. He says, flat back and slim thicks galore. Hey, man, somebody got to give me a, I got to find those pictures. I mean, apparently the Wisconsin women's volleyball team. Uh, remember, I coach college sports. I always tell you it ain't what you think it is. Um, uh, so the Wisconsin women's volleyball team, I think they're the national champions, if I'm not mistaken. Well, in their locker room, they take topless pictures or they lift up their sports bras. They be doing all kind of crazy stuff in the locker room. Well, apparently their photos got hacked or leaked, and now it's all over the Internet. And, of course, I went to go searching. I was like, where that at? All right, I definitely want to see that. <laughs> I was like, where that at? I know y'all, so, y'all shuffling right now. Y'all shuffling right now to find it. But uh, the stuff that women do in bathrooms and locker rooms, man, like we don't do that type of stuff. We don't be like, all right, let's just every take take a picture of everybody's schlong, whip it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we take pictures. But women do that to blackmail other women too. All right. They do that to blackmail other women. But we don't be in the bathroom in the mirror like everybody whip it out right now. Take a picture. <laughs> you know, women be like, everybody get your titties out. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. I got to do it. Somebody says I need to watch something. It's crazy. Oh, man. Shout out to Classy Beats. He says, happy money day. I got money. Oh, the sisters got covered up? The sisters was like, yeah, I, and yeah, that is a white woman thing. Yeah, that is a white woman thing. They be doing shit like that. Sisters don't be doing stuff like that too much unless they strippers. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that's a that's a white girl thing. Yeah. All right. I might have to find that. All right. Uh, stop telling. I got it. I got it. I'll get over there. Shout out to Cassie. He says, Classy Beats says, happy money day, coach. Gang, we up. Coach Gang is go. Hey, Coach Gang is going worldwide. I told y'all. <laughs> All right, we told y'all what was going to happen. All right, listen, and I just mind my own business over here. Lee says we needed that win yesterday, Coach. But for some reason, I kept seeing you on the sideline of the Texans with a headset on. Happy Monday and Money Day in the building. I got yes, money. I came to visit. Of course, I was cheering the Raiders on, so I sabotaged our team, the Houston Texans. All right, I have a feeling the Houston Texans are not trying to win no games. All right, that's just my opinion. <laughs> They're like, we're trying to get in line for a good franchise quarterback. We ain't trying to do a damn thing. All right, so Raiders, be happy that you won. But in my opinion, Houston ain't trying to win no games. All right, listen. All right, Astro Kid says, how about them Giants and the Astros, coach? Hey, I, I did predict the Astros would go to the World Series. I slipped up and said the Padres. Looks like the Phillies are going. So I'm picking the Astros. I'm still going with the Astros. All right, where we at here? Elijah Bryant says, Coach, let me get that belly deli for my birthday. All right, it ain't set up yet. I got to keep my computer from overheating. But uh, uh, we'll get to that belly deli if we don't hit them likes. All right, so let's go over to PayPal. Oh, see, every time I go to PayPal, they kick me out. That's why y'all all get like, let me see here. Yep, see, they got. I got to refresh the screen. Cash app time, half space. Will Travel says homeless BW kept trying to or keeps trying to sleep at my hotel lobby. Mm. Boy, she's like, man. I'm in a bind, Nate. She in a bind, bro. <laughs> um, somebody says uh Dylan Bacon says um a content creator is a liar and can't be trusted. Disavow him. All right. Uh that you know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. I'll talk about that in a little bit. All right, let me see here. And uh, we got Venmo style. Uh, hold on for a second. PayPal wants to try to kick, kick, kick me back in. Come on. 
Come on, PayPal. Do your business. Oh, hell. Man, this is crazy. Playing the PayPal game. The little puzzle game. All right, they let me in finally. Sheesh. Man, I cannot stand. But people are like, why you still got PayPal? Because other people pay me through PayPal. All right, that's a long story. If you want to know, go to the Money Mindset series on Patreon. Okay, $50 level. We there every weekend. If you really know want to want to know the secrets behind content creation and the reason why PayPal is like Facebook. Yeah. It is what it is. Shout out to no government name. He says 25 days of diesel left. What? I don't know nothing new, about new, that. New, new, new world order. I don't know nothing about that. 25 days of diesel left. New, 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 new world order. We're going to see about that. As they say, conspiracy theory only takes a few weeks to reveal itself as the, as the truth. Jim status coach. I've been missing because I've been spending a lot of money on baby gifts. My 55 year old dad. Just had a baby with a 23-year-old flat-backed Latina. I'm 29 with a baby little brother. You can't make this ish up. Wow. Well, <laughs> them, them young girls don't want you old men out here. Wow. Um, the One of the biggest myths is that young women don't want older men. Dude, in a tough economy, that shit will change up real fast. But secondly, they do. You just got to find them. You'll be surprised at what freshmen and sophomore loves older men i mean now you're going to try to find figure out why well they got daddy issues okay you can figure out why later <laughs> but in the meantime what do you do you could be splitting guts i mean it's crazy it's crazy somebody said um wow 58 year old father and 20 i don't know if i would have knocked her up unless we lived in mexico or somewhere in guatemala or something like that honduras you know colombia I don't know if I would have skeeted in her and knocked her up. 55? Yeah, man. I ain't trying to knock no, well, Latina's going to get knocked up regardless. You don't even have to skeet in them to knock them up. Do you know that you don't have to skeet in a Latina to knock them up? You could just breathe on them. If she likes you and you breathe on her, it gets stuck in a curly hair like this. You know what I mean? They got that curly, dark, dark, dark black hair. And all you have to do is like give a little bit of affection back. She's yours forever. She's like, I'm yours forever. You just breathe on them. You be like, breathe on them. She it gets stuck in their hair and she takes it back home. And then she has five kids. <laughs> She's like, Poppy. She's like, Poppy. Get him, daddy. Esta bien, mucho gusto. <laughs> Yo tengo, no tengo dinero. Como esta? Muy bien, y tú? Papi is yours. You're like, whoa, baby, relax. <laughs> Papi chulo. Papi chulo esta bien, your baby. See? You're like, oh, Lord, how? I didn't even touch you. Late. I didn't even touch you yet. Oh, Poppy, it's only you. Poppy, me and you for life. Forever. Dude, the thing about Latinas, once you get one, she's yours forever, bro. She's yours forever. Now, they might do some little dirt. If they're Americanized, they'll do some dirt on the side. You know what I mean? And they're, you know, we, when we say sisters are wrong nine times out of ten, Latinas are wrong seven out of ten. But once you get one, she yours. Like, that's your Latina for life. You know what I mean? For better or for worse. 
Yeah, you will have stabs and bullet wounds and and whatnot. But you're that woman's gonna be latched on to you for life. Mm. Wait a minute. He said nine times out of ten, too. It's crazy. Somebody says, um, I love you, coach, but Bruce Wayne was a billionaire and a white guy. Boy, you, 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 and listen, <laughs> most of these characters are made after black guys anyway. I don't know why y'all keep bringing up <laughs> most superheroes are from black guys. You know what I mean? They was like, you know, faster than a, a locomotive. It's a black dude. Can leap a building in a single bound. Like most superheroes made after black dudes, they just was like, we got to make them white for consumer. Stop with the bullshit. If I say I'm the Bruce Wayne of this shit, I'm the Bruce Wayne of this shit. <laughs> like, like, look, just erase what you thought. And it's me, bro. Stop with the bullshit. And that's you. Y'all all this, this just stop with the race shit. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all will look at a picture and can't see yourself in it because that person doesn't look like you. If you live your life like that, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You guys won't follow content creators. Well, that person's white, so I, he doesn't speak to me. <sighs> Don't you know that most black dudes came up with all of this shit? If you really want to be honest here, we're going off. This is our monologue. Hit the like button before I get crazy here. If you really want to know, most of the shit we do here, we came up with it. I mean, I'm not just saying there was no contribution. You just knew how to monetize it. Let me stop. Mm. Let me stop. Y'all not ready for this shit. It's early in the morning. And I don't, I'm not trying to be racist. Because I, I speak the truth over here. Just like these jealous people in the manosphere, you know what I mean? They see me rising without having to kiss their ring. Most, most of this shit we came up with anyway. And y'all just figured out, oh, shit. Mm. How many herbs and spices do you put in the chicken? Mm. <laughs> How many herbs and spices do you really put in the chicken? Mm. I can make a restaurant chain out of this shit. Why don't you keep your ass in the back and keep putting them herbs and spices in? Yeah. <laughs> Superhero. Ah, what's his name? Superman. Super Ninja. Okay, we'll call him Superman. And he can run faster than a speeding bullet. More faster than a locomotive. Yes, that ninja is fast. We'll make him a white guy. Mm. <laughs> how much? How much liquor? How much bathtub brew do you put in that Jack Daniels? Hey Jack. Hey Jack, Mister Ninja Jack Daniels. How much? How much bathtub brew did you put in that moonshine? Yeah, we'll put a label on it. We'll call it Jack Daniels. <laughs> bro stop with the bullshit so don't ever don't ever say i can't be something because it's white shit i created this shit we created this damn shit stop with the bullshit it was black to begin with but you believe it's white because that's what it was sold to you but i don't think on that lines i don't think on that line superman is me i am the bruce wayne of this ish stop with the bullshit All right. Anyway, don't ever say I can't be somebody because I'm black. Are you fucking crazy? Are you fucking crazy? I'll knock your fucking head off ever if you try to put me in that box. 
Don't ever put me in that box. I can rule the world in this motherfucking. You crazy. Don't ever say I can't be shit because I'm black. New, 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 new world order. Bitch. I will rule the world and be black doing it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to learn. You're going to learn. <laughs> you're going to learn. You're going to learn. One of these days, you're going to learn. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Wow. Anyway, how was your weekend? Let's see here. I got to get into the first episode. I got to get into the first episode. Here we go. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's get into the first one. I'll come back to PayPal. I got some people on PayPal here. Here. Somebody says demonetized. Yeah, we've been demonetized for a long time. Oh, we'll tell you why we're demonetized here. Just because that mindset alone, that mindset alone is a loser mindset. And you try to put it on me because you try to say, I can't, man, stop. Mm. <laughs> anyway, let's follow up on the Kevin Costner story. Follow up on the Kevin Costner story right here. Uh, let's see here. Wait a minute. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Remember, the, remember we did the story on Kevin Costner? We did the story on Kevin Costner right here. Uh, the story was Kevin Costner's wife wants to divorce him because he's working on a movie. And she said, you either, I'm sorry, not a movie, but he's working on a video series. I think it's on Netflix or something like that. I don't, I think it's called Yellowstone. So she says, you either uh, give up the Yellowstone thing or I'm divorcing you. The proverbial gun to the head. So here's the follow-up that somebody posted on here. Just so we can let you know. Remember, it was his second marriage. You guys probably can't see that, so I'll go right there. Second marriage, he has three kids with her, and then the kids are approaching the 18-year-old mark, which means she's a little bit nervous. When that happens, the women get nervous. They know their financial clock is running out. He can basically, once the kids turn 18, he can get rid of her, and she'll be done. She can't collect child support. So she's trying to wriggle it in, wriggle him in right now. Now, here's the twist to this. I'm going to read this. It says in the late 90s, after uh, after Costner's finalized his divorce, he and Baumgartner, which is the current wife, reconnected at a restaurant and their chemistry was undeniable. At the time, he's 52. She's 33. She's at the wall. And we're going to talk about that shortly after that encounter. Their romance began to blossom. It says while that pair, while the pair ended up tying the knot in 2004, they briefly split in 2003. After failing to agree on whether or not to have children, Bumgarner wanted children. Costner did not. Let's give Kevin Costner a fat L. So she's running out of time. She's about to sit here. She's about to run out of the clock at 33. She meets Kevin Costner. Of course, he's a millionaire, a megastar at this particular point. Everything he's done has been actually turned to gold. He's a can't miss. She's like latching onto him. She puts her claws into Kevin Costner. He's like, I see where you're going with this. I don't want any more children. I already was married. I'm divorced. I want to move on with life. And she was like, no. And they split. And he was like, I'm out. 
Now, of course, she flooded him with peace leave. They got back together. He married her, agreed to have children. And now look at him. Now look at him. Absolutely disgusting. What just happened to him? Absolutely disgusting. So now she got three kids. We talk about children are investments. Now that the kids are approaching 18, now she wants to pull his card and try to what? Jump off at the peak. Jump off now. She's like, hey, I'm going to threaten you now. Put the proverbial gun to the head threaten you so I can jump off now, get a couple of years of child support and alimony. All right. And then you won't leave me out hanging high and dry. Okay. But he didn't even want kids to begin with. She talked him into it. Reason why men keep making bad decisions with women. Now at the time, I'm sure she was a good looking little lady, but now, now she's an old 52 year old woman and she's shuffling. She's shuffling and she's trying to trap him into another situation right here. Jim status says, when that gump you debated said he doesn't care about getting divorced. Great. He'll just pay the money. He says, my brain went molecular degradation. What? (laughs) Degradation from that nonsense, pure, hopeless, romantic delusion. Yes, he'll care. See, he's building money now. So he's thinking he can make the same amount of money down the line but the problem is once you get divorced it's harder especially later on in life yeah he's out of his mind oh wait a minute did i get jim status is all of this he's got another one shout out to jim status hold on for a second that's one two three all right you got a third one here shout out to you appreciate you brother he says today's women are to be rented and avoided anything else is hopeless hopeless romanticism he says and it's a l get fit Get money, hit the like button, or become a stepdaddy at best. Free agent lifestyle for life and America first, indeed. Well, America is what it was, living in America. We got like five more, then we'll get on with the show. Jay Cool says, I got lost. He says, I got lost without a Bills game to watch. That said, thanks for keeping me motivated as a man to keep looking for work. Well, I am presently employed and trying to increase my leverage. What is the best thing to say when I'm asked why they should hire me? He says this even, wait, this, even though I'm presently employed, I like having options. Um, Well, one of the the comebacks that I like to say is obviously you would ask a question and answer a question. Why shouldn't you? All right. You're looking at the best person for this particular job. Okay. Okay. Somebody's going to hire me. Why not be you? Okay. I won't be on the market very long. This is your opportunity to get me at a price that you might not get a little bit later on. That's going to sound arrogant and cocky. Some people are going to run from that. But people who know how to hire smart people around them, they'll scoop you up. I won't be on the market very long. All right, right. shout out to no government name, a little money for the Jasmine Rice Fund. Appreciate the content, sir. Bachelor at 50. I got money. All right, here we go. Uh, one of the things that when you're going through job searches, all right, you can you can basically try to get let them know that you're in demand. All right. There's a, a there, there's a demand for someone like me. <laughs> there's a high demand for somebody like me. I won't be on the market very long. So, you know, we can close this up pretty quickly here. AD Austin says, black men have a scarcity mindset. They don't travel enough. Their own culture is Kodak Black, Cardi B, and other degenerate puppets. That's not culture. Explore culture, learn new languages, travel. Afro-American culture is more than degenerate 
rap music. Shout out to you, man. Boy, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That could be a whole entire episode if I want to go into that. I would love to go into that more. We got two more, and then I'm going to have to get on with the show. Red sings the blues. Wow. Somebody says here, he says, he says, donation. I bet you saw my video on sperm shortage. Thank you for your shout outs. Um, I didn't see the video, but actually I was going to do this video on Friday night. But <laughs> as you guys know, I was going to go on Friday night. I had this video in the vault, but uh, this has been a very popular topic. People on locals have been posting on this all week, um, all weekend. But I didn't see your video on it. But shout out to you and your content. Uh, the black male sperm shortage is absolutely uh, crazy. It's absolutely crazy that we're now going to the idea. There's an idea. Did you guys know that there was a sperm shortage? Have you guys ever donated sperm? Anyone? All right. I've never <laughs> donated sperm. Oh, man. But I didn't realize there was a sperm shortage. All right, let me do this. And then um, let me do, uh, we got a sponsor. No government name. Happy belated birthday, coach. I recently found out that the woman I was dealing with for three years was clapping cheeks behind my back for two out of the three years man hold up for a second where's the where's the sound bite he says she has three kids by another man and i still technically am married to her to the father wait wait wait, wait. hold up for a second you're still technically married to the father of her kids wait a minute she's still technically i was like well hold up man pause wait so wait a minute this is too much gentlemen i want you to listen i want you to listen i gotta start over so you found out the woman you've been dealing dealing with for three years was clapping cheeks for behind your back for two out of the three years. She has three kids by another man and is still technically married to the father of her kids. She was getting her cheeks clapped by someone she met at work. And I'm in my early 30s, make six figures and have no kids. And I really was a hope strategist thinking things would be different with her. <laughs> oh, my Lord, man, almighty. He also says, he says, give me a big fat L. I started following you about 18 months ago when I started getting suspicious and you changed my life. I recently bought and finished your books and will align my goals to the free agent lifestyle. Much love to you. Thanks for what you do. And I hope you enjoyed your birthday. Appreciate you for this sponsorship. Wow, 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 wow. But again, yeah, he rolled the dice. He rolled the dice. Um, I actually jumped on. Oh, you know what? Another reason I didn't do my Friday night stream was I jumped on the lead attorney stream. All right. And uh, the lead attorney, he admits that he's purple pill, right? He's hopeless romantic. He believes that there's a woman out for him. And a lot of men have that. And if you follow my content in 2018, going into 2019, I was vehemently against. I was like, don't do this. Don't do that. But then I loosened up because I know a lot of men that watch me are purple pills. So I had to change my content quite a bit because people kept asking me, well, what about this? And what about that? So then I changed my content slightly to include that group of people. Not everybody is hardcore red pill. Not everybody's hardcore MGTOW. Even the guys that claim they are, they're one blowjob away from the plantation. We all have to acknowledge that. We're only human. We're weak men when it comes to this. Women know it. And all of a sudden they put their lips around the candy bar around the magic stick and it's over and we hope um you know we're picking the wrong women and we hope that this woman is going to be different oh this woman's going to be different 
No. She's not. <laughs> she's not nope. going to be different. It's only a matter of time. Now, if you guys want to roll the dice, go ahead. Most of you guys are going to be disappointed. It's just a matter of when the disappointment comes in. I'm not shitting on the people who have good marriages. Shout out to them. I'm not trying to ruin your marriages. Keep it going for as long as you can. If you have children, keep it going for eternity. It's the best for them. And once you're old, once you're both 50, you guys are both going to slow down. And there shouldn't be any bullshit behind the scenes, right? And then you can coast it out and take care of your grandkids, okay? But let's just call a spade a spade. Most of you guys are going to fail in your relationships. And my advice is just to enjoy them while you can. Rent, lease, do not buy. If a woman wants you to buy in to that relationship, you must put her through a gamut of of, of hurdles. You must put up the hurdles for her. She shouldn't be putting up hurdles for you. If you're jumping over hurdles for a woman, you're she's going to stab you in the back. I'm just letting you know. She's going to stab you in the back in the end. You should be putting up hurdles for her ass. I mean, high hurdles. She should be jumping 43 inches to be with you. Let me get back to the show because that's going to come up later. What are we doing? Straggle and sniggle. Straggle and sniggle. And there's some women in here. No way. Hell yes. All right. Hell yes, men, because you're going to have leverage. You should be making them jump over hurdles for you. I know it's hard to do. I've been in the mindset where men used to say this on YouTube. And I used to be like, that's how is that? How can that be? There's no way I can do that. Yes, you can. Trust me. Yes, you can. Straggle, straggle and sniggle theater. And if my if my computer crashes, we'll be back. All right, but let me see here. Straggle and sniggle theater here. Uh, we're gonna get into this, man. I tell you, bro. The more I live, the more I see all of this foolish shit. All right, wait a minute. I actually deleted the wrong thing here, but that's all right. All right. I was supposed to actually, I just closed the tab that I didn't want to close. All right. So uh, we'll get it to this one right here. All right. Straggling sniggle. Wait a minute. We're going to go for uh, dancing for votes. <laughs> As you guys know, I don't have much respect for Democratic politicians. They tend to pull the same bullshit, the same low-hanging fruit for you people. All right, you people. And it's always the same. They end up dancing for votes and you end up saying, hey, Massa, just like me. Oh, she got rhythm just like me. Uh, when the when the information don't work, right? If I can't convince you on policy, I'll just dance. It always ends up the same. You know what I mean? The same group of people. Uh, the same group of people are always surrounded by it. And look, Oh, she can dance and she got rhythm. She looks socially awkward to me. She seems like a socially awkward individual. She might have been a nerd back in her day where nobody accepted her for who she was based on who she is as a person. And now y'all want her to dance and sniggle and jiggle and wiggle. All right. <laughs> when the policy don't work, just dance, bro. I mean, it is the same thing for the last 70, 80 years. But, you know, certain people don't see it. And y'all want y'all politicians to dance and sniggle and wiggle. <laughs> it's just actually the shuffling. I mean, every sense of this is plantation oriented. 
I mean, every sense of this, uh, they put up a preacher and they dance. All right. They put up a politician for you and they dance. And this person is nothing but a human puppet. All right. We know what it is, but do whatever you want on your vote. But when it always comes down to this, to get a couple extra votes, we saw twerking for votes. Remember the girl from Rhode Island? She's the state senator. I can't remember her name because I'm bad with names. The state senator, I think her name is Mac. Twerking for votes. Hillary Clinton. Hot sauce in purse. Kamala Harris. I'm just like you. I look like you. I happen to go to the hair, same hair salon as you and have the same caramel complexion as light-skinned black chicks. So I'm you and I'm going to dance. Okay. It's always the same. So here it is right there. More shuffling, more sniggling. <laughs> just absolutely. It's pathetic to me. It's pathetic, but I'm a big, I'm a better thinker. You know what I mean? I think a little bit high, but I see what's going on here and I see, oh, okay. I see that you're somehow losing, it's slipping away. There's uh, weeks away from your uh, campaign, so it's time to dance. <laughs> it's time to dance, get out the dancing shoes, and start tap dancing. Remember, it's it's what we call shuffling in our game. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man, what you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Where's Chicken George, all right? Where's the dude with the violin? I mean, what, what else? Did, that, that's the only thing they're missing. All they're missing is the tap dance and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I didn't forget the Super Chats. I got it. I got it. I'll be back to it. I got to keep the show moving. Where are we at here? Uh, here we go. More straggling sniggle. I wonder what clip that I actually deleted on accident. But uh, here's Kai Sinat. Listen to this. You guys have been concerned with this for quite a long time. This is a woman, a black woman here. Uh, black women seem to be the theme today. This is an accident, but it is what it is. This woman's going to explain why she wants this Pookie to sleep with her, but nothing else. This is the whole Pookie and Ray Ray thing. So let's go ahead and uh, play that clip. Wait a minute. Feel like. Where's the volume? Hold up. That's an idea. I can't hear it. I wouldn't date you, but I All right, so what she's saying is I feel like you're dirty. So I would only smash. I wouldn't date someone like you. I would only let you hit it. I would only let you hit it. I would Okay, listen. By the way, this is what men do. So to be fair, women are going to say men do this all the time. Yeah, that's what we do and that and we make no lies about it. Okay? But women have been lying saying that they don't do this, but here they are saying that now that they can do this sexually freedom, they're doing exactly what men do. You're dirty. I would actually hit you. I would actually let you hit it. I'll let you skeet up all in my belly, but I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be in a relationship with you. For some reason, the volume is super low on this one. Not sure why. So uh, Kai says this generation is crazy. So he's he's surprised. Sorry for the volume on that one. I feel like you're dirty, so I will let you smash Roski and skeet up and shoot up the club and put babies in my belly. But I wouldn't date or be in a relationship with you guys. This is where relationships are going. Now, are, is this all women? No, but let's just say 10, 20% of women, which we can probably say that that's the case. Do you realize 10, 20% has a great effect on how the dating marketplace is. 
I mean, that actually flips the dating marketplace upside down. It doesn't have to be all. It doesn't have to even be half. All it has to be is 10 to 20%. And the relationship marketplace is flipped on its head for the majority of men. Okay, for the majority of men. This is the same as the whole sugar baby and the whole girls monetizing themselves. It's not all girls, but it's like 10 to 20%. It flips everything upside down. Then we can prove that it's actually more, just like women cheating more. For a long time, 30 years ago, we thought men were the dirty dogs. Now, statistically, we can prove that women cheat more or as equal or more than men. What does that do to the marital and dating marketplace? It actually flips it upside down. It actually flips it upside down so that many men are going to be completely left out or they're going to have to be like that brother that said, I had to take a mother, single mother with three kids who was actually still married, but I make six figures. I'm a good man. I'm a good guy. I moved in. She was cheating on me the entire time. That makes it flip upside down. It tanks it. Yeah, it tanks the marketplace just like this. Just like this. If if um, we always talk about the Houston Texans, if four NFL teams are taking a dive to get the best draft pick, well, those four teams equal six is, is uh, 16 games, 17 games times four. That's that many games that have been thrown away, right? <laughs> that many times they stepped on the field with no intentions to win. How would that affect the rest of the league? That has a major effect. So 10% of the league is just throwing away games. They ain't even trying. Well, when teams, the teams that played them, they actually got the benefit. The teams that didn't play them, they didn't get no benefit. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's records are fluffed up. <laughs> You're sitting there like, what the hell? I didn't get to play that team. I didn't get to fluff up my records, but now I got penalized. See, these are the things that we have to understand. When we show you these things, yes, it's not every woman, but the, the women that are doing it, they're upsetting the marketplace significantly, significantly. Have you ever had that happen? Your team don't get to play the loser team? And you're like, well, you, you played the loser team twice. Okay, that's a big, that's a big deal. All right, uh, man, I got to find out. Oh, we got to do this one, and then I'm going to do the Super Chats. So uh, another example here. Here's a young woman here on, it seems like, Instagram or TikTok. When I lie, when I lie and tell men I work a minimum wage job instead of an entrepreneur, Instead of being an entrepreneur, I'm not sure what she's trying to talk about. As you can see, her BBL, listen, she looks trifling. Her BBL, her BBL is all out of shape here. But what she's trying to say is she tells men she's, she's broke, but she's really an entrepreneur. <laughs> all right. She's really an entrepreneur. So she has an eyelash business. What kind of entrepreneur are you? You're a TikTok. I'm not sure what she's, what like, what kind of entrepreneur looks like that? Entrepreneurs don't look like that. Listen, but I want you to, I'm going to play the clip, hopefully without volume, because I think there's music in the background and uh, there's women in the comment section. The comment section is always a good indicator of what some people you're dealing with think. Okay. Uh, but the niggas been on my body. <laughs> So the straggle hyena cackle is going on in the background. And here's the here's a guy. Here's a simp. He's an older man. Here's the principle again of younger women don't want older men. But of course, people are going to say, yeah, but he she only wants him for his money. And I'm like, well, what do you think women want you for? Obviously going to be money. But he's in the simp pose, the classic simp pose of where he think he's doing something and she's recording his dumb ass. 
I hope you guys can see this. Let's make this a little bit larger. She's recording his dumb ass paying for her clothes. Mm. So this is an ultimate finesse move that a lot of women are in the comment section. Where can I find a man like that? I need something like that. Yep, I trick all these guys like this. But men are the ones that are lying dogs and all of this stuff. And they're going to post this dumbass on social media. He's an older guy. He has gray hair. He got money. Okay. And there he is right there, you see. And she looks like a younger woman. All right. She looks like a younger woman. Oh, gosh. I tried to catch it. Uh, people say she's thick. That's a fake body. You guys got to stop learning to like fake bodies. You guys got to learn to not like fake bodies. This is a pattern that you're going to have to break for yourself. All right. Um, you know what I mean? Like when you see a girl, big old breast implants, you're not going to enjoy it because it's not going to feel real. It's very synthetic. Uh, big booties. Stop learning. And yeah, women with excessive makeup, hair extensions. I get it. It looks good from afar. But when you're with it, you don't want to deal with it. Trust me. If you don't have a lot of experience with women, it's actually annoying when you deal with them in real life. Stop. Stop pedestalizing and fantasizing about women with fake anatomy i'm just letting you know once you do this <laughs> once you do this you'll go about life and uh and you'll see life through a lens that many men don't see it maybe yeah now nah. it's one of the things of masculinity that i want you guys to really achieve but it's hard for you ninjas it's hard let's go ahead and play it again here let me see if i can pause it with the dude so she's a supposedly she's supposedly an entrepreneur and she's finessing him out of his money and he's paying like a good gump i got money it is what it is all right but this is what they're doing out here and this is what they're priding themselves on all right i'm gonna find that tab i deleted but until then what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go over to super chats all right shout out to you brothers where are we at shout out to Derek. He said, shout out to you, coach, for blocking Hafiz like LeBron did Iguodala in the finals. Please watch Love is Blind season three. These folks are a wreck. We up four to nothing. All right, we going for the sweep. I tend not to watch those shows because they're really fake. All right, but uh, it is what it is. I'll try to watch them. It's tough for me to get through those shows, for real. All right, where are we at here? I'm just telling you right now. Joe Jones says, in Black Adam, Hawkeye was the Black Bruce Wayne. Check it out. There we go right there. So it is possible. Teddy KGB coach on his macho man, Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah, with his Monday monologue. And I hated to do that, but sometimes I got to smack fools back. Cooper Time says, Coach, F the haters, they all wish they were first in both information and entertainment, as we call it, edutainment over here, like you, Coach, much love. Uh, yeah, there was, um, there was a video again that actually proved my point, I love when they do it. I don't mind people talking about me at all. All right. But when they actually prove my point and you see what I go through and some of their comment section showed that they were way off base and male jealousy. It's a sad thing to see. It's a sad thing to see if people that, you know, are held in high esteem in this manosphere resorting to male jealousy. And just so you know, it actually also shows and prove what I've been talking about. Never mention the person's name here. All right, because that's irrelevant. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. But the problems I've been having with my channel over the last four years where nobody else has these problems, that person revealed himself the other day, two days ago. He revealed himself. He actually came out and said, yep, I'm the one behind the scenes ruining this guy. It's crazy. 
Um, and I've been going, jumping over hurdles and trying to stay relevant, trying to put out, I'm shadow banned, I'm demonetized. Um, I give you guys information and edutainment. And this is what you see in front. He revealed what he's doing up front. What do you think they're doing behind the scenes? What do you think they're doing behind the scenes significantly? But it's a sad thing. Listen, I don't have any problem with them. I don't have any problem with them. They owe me money, though. I got money. And people that were looking for male collaborations with this, I'll never collab unless he gives me a half a million dollar check of what he's cost me. Half a million dollar check, and then I'll collab. They, oh, I've lost half a million dollars on the bullshit, that male jealousy bullshit. Yeah, I saw the comment section. I saw the comment section. Everybody came in and supported me like, what? And this is what they do in front of your eyes. Just imagine what they're doing behind the scenes. Okay, they owe me a half a million dollars and relationships with other content creators that they broke, busted up. It's sad, but I'll never, ever, just trust me, I'll never, ever collab with a person like that and that individual. It will never happen unless I get a check. I need a check. It's what they do behind. What the, this is what they're doing in your face. What are they doing behind the scenes, bro? It's sad. <laughs> it's, it's a sad reality, but this is what I have to do with. And not only that, not only that, let me tell you something. I'm up on them on damn near every platform. So I'm not even worried about them. It's crazy. But they revealed their hand. And when I got to jump through all of this bullshit, you look at any channel. That like I don't rarely curse. I cursed early today. I don't curse. I don't talk reckless about women. Meaning I don't call them all. Listen, most of it is in the entertainment, edutainment, information category. There's stuff on YouTube that is way worse than the stuff that I do. Way worse. With that being said, look at what my channels have gone through, and look at what flies easy on YouTube. And what I've always told you was, it ain't feminist that YouTube is getting me. It's male content creators. <laughs> it's, it's no, it's a no brainer. It's male content creators. I've been saying that from the beginning and they revealed their hand and I'm glad they do do if for whoever wants to make a video about me here, because I don't have beefs on YouTube. I don't engage in them. I don't draw them out. I just let, I just let you show and prove who you are. You revealed your hand. Thank you very much. You showed everybody what you're capable of and who's behind all the bullshit with my channels and why other channels that of course these people support them. They never having any problems. They fully monetize. They get in super chats. They got green lights and I'm sitting over here. Got to do, got to do um, PayPal. It's crazy, but they're revealing their hands. Imagine what they do. They showed you what they would do in front of you. Imagine what they're doing behind the scenes. It's crazy. But I have proof. Remember, I showed you what the proof is, and he admitted it. I showed you what the proof. I told you this the other day. This person got me off of a speaking tour, off of a speaking engagement. He admitted it. <laughs> it is what it is. I just going to sit back and watch. Sit back and watch. It is what it is. And but despite all of that, my numbers are still greater. My impact is still greater. My content is still greater. Despite all of that, I'm still pushing ahead. I want you guys to take this as a I want you to take this as a um as a lesson in masculinity. 
I want you to take this as a lesson in masculinity, how to deal with things and how to not. And one more thing, if you're a content creator, follow the path that I've taken. I've actually been the person, I didn't do any collaborations until I got to 70,000 subscribers. I actually let my work speak for itself. I let my work speak for itself. I only focused on me, focused on my channel. I built it up and I didn't kiss the ring. I didn't, I didn't beg to be on anybody's shows. I didn't try to align with anyone until I got the 75,000 subscribers. On, on, and people are like, what are you talking about? On my first channel, on my big channel. My big channel has over 215,000 subscribers, right? But I can't do anything over there because it's dead. It's been shadow banned and attacked. All the videos one by one were reported. I don't know by who. Okay, who was it reported by? One by one. Now, with that being said, the first collab I did was with Alpha Male Strategies at 75,000 subs. That was the first collab I ever did. And I said, I'm going to build this channel without trying to align with all these people. But what tends to happen is, what tends to happen is when you don't do that and you come up without them and you become bigger than them, they get mad. They get mad. They get mad. Hafiz didn't report a damn thing. Hafiz reported nothing. Okay, but they get mad when you don't align with them and then ask them and beg them to be on their platform. I just basically did whatever the hell I wanted to do on here. I built my reputation based on me, me alone. I didn't copy anybody. I didn't emulate anybody. I just came on and I was me and I built my shit up. And then they're like, and they're sitting there going, he didn't kiss the ring. He don't kiss my ass. Well, that is what it is. <laughs> I'm me. I have my own lane. I have my own philosophy and all of that stuff. But I didn't kiss the ring. And there's, I know one content creator's pissed. And there's another one for sure is. And I'm just want you as a lesson in masculinity. That's the type of shit you're going to get when you don't kiss the ring and all that bullshit. Okay. Anyway, sad, sad thing to see. It's a sad thing to see. But keep mentioning my name so you can get some views. You need haters like that. You definitely do. You, you need them because if you don't have them, if they ain't mentioning your name, then you're a nobody. Anyway. He said, Coach ain't about to check in. I, when I came to this fear, I checked in with nobody. I checked in with nobody. I came in here and I did my stuff. I kept my head down. I didn't collab. I just focused on my stuff. I built it up and people got mad. People that think they are the arbiters of this information and you're supposed to kiss their ass coming in. I did none of that. Zero. All right. Anyway, it is what it is. People don't like that. <laughs> All right. Let me do the super chat. Super time says, oh, I got him, man. We the best edutainment in the building here. Charleston Levington. Bruce Wayne is a billionaire, isn't divorced or five foot. Who knows what? Stop race baiting and we'll see who. And who you really are. Shout out to whoever you are right there. Thank you for your five. <laughs> we'll see what. I don't know who this is. What he says is Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. Okay. Yeah, man. I, I love it, dude. That The guy sent $5 super chat. <laughs> the, the guy sent a $5. I appreciate you, sir. I appreciate you. Wow. Appreciate you, sir. But uh, yeah, I appreciate the $5. <laughs> God dang, man. 
imagine he's here an hour into the show. What I'm going to tell you is I'm going to say this again, and I want you to listen and listen good. Listen and listen good. The Manosphere will be ruined by men. The Manosphere, but thank you for your $5. The Manosphere will be ruined by men. <laughs> oh. Hate watchers, but listen, I appreciate you for being here. We, it, the Manosphere will be ruined by men. This dude's over here super chatting all of this shit. Wow. Uh, anyway, expand your uh, options. Shout out to you for your co-sponsorship. He says, peace and blessings, brother. Talk ish Like you said, the best, wait, like you said, the best they think we can do. Wait a minute. Like you said, the best they think we can do it is the studio apartment, et cetera. Keep your foot on the hater's neck and happy late birthday, coach. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. All right. Schedule P. Shout out to the coach gang. Hashtag nasty boys in the building. Shout out to the brothers there. All right, no excuse. Lifestyle Rocky Cage in the building. What's up, coach? Haters will always hate. Honestly, I think the betas is worse than the women who hate on you. Yeah, he says the biggest threat to the crab in the bucket person is the crab in the bucket person is a successful band. Much love. Yeah, man, I swear to God, I'm only doing what I do. You bring on the soy boys. You bring on the 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 uh, effeminate male jealous men. It's crazy. I say, uh, repeat after me, the male space, the voices that we have will be ruined by men. It's, dude, it will be ruined by men. I'll be going off and doing whatever I want to do. These other content creators will be dead in the mud. I'll find a way. I, it's fine with me. Okay. But men, absolutely men will ruin this before a feminist or a woman would, without a doubt. Without a doubt, and it keeps proving itself over and over again. So take notes, gentlemen. Take notes. All right, I got to get back to the show. Thank you for the contributions. But people here, obviously, when you start winning, they want to throw you off your game. But I don't worry about it like people think. But I actually try to prove. I show and prove all the time where people often try to often try to hate in the way that they want to hate. I say, see, there it is right there. Manosphere will be ruined by men. Male jealousy. <laughs> Let's get to this one. When the wall comes, they are not ready. When the wall comes, they are not ready in the building. Where are we at here? It says right here. Let's go ahead and go to this clip. This is a woman on TikTok. This is a woman on TikTok. She says, when you're 36, I can't even see the rest of it, and realize them hot girl years didn't get you ish, but what else did it get you? But felonies or a baby, you're still trying to recoup losses. Because they didn't build a career or go the good girl route. And now you're overweight, single mother, and depressed. I done effed up. <laughs> All right. I done effed up. Let me see here. Yes, you done effed up, ladies and gentlemen. And so this is the situation where men get in. This is the stuff that I try to help you with. This isn't to talk stuff about women. But a lot of men struggle at this particular age group. So the Walden hitter, I can't play the music because there's music in the background. And she went on to say, I just want to be honest because truth is I effed up. And honestly, I'm just trying to fix my mistakes. And this isn't a pity party because I am well aware of the choices I made. I just wish 
I would have slowed down and thought life through. That's all. Just one of those days. Anyway, and they share it on TikTok here. Anyways, welcome to my world. No filter, no makeups, no Fs given. I just want to keep up. He says, I just want to keep up with being pretty for views right now. I just can't keep up. Wow. Hold on for a second. I need to see and share raw emotions and truths. So she says, I just can't keep up with being pretty right now for views. I don't know what you look like outside of this. <laughs> I don't know what you look like. Wow. So she must have a makeup channel, I'm assuming. So here it is, guys. This is one more situation. Now, most women are going to be this authentic, and I will congratulate her if you guys want to see her right there. What, what is this thing doing? All right. If you want to see what she's doing right now, but the, this is the wall. When the wall comes, they're not ready. So they believe that they're going to have unlimited options. The other side of the argument is, is uh, what men do are going to build themselves. Their value starts to increase. Does it increase for all men? No. Some men get stuck in these situations. Some men give up on life. And I try to encourage men, don't give up on life. But men's value do inc does increase. Not only does it increase, their worthiness increases because the remember the woman that said, I wouldn't have a relationship with you. I would sleep with you, though. And I would have a baby by you. Well, those times pass and you look a lot more stable by 36 than Dirty Johnson Rodney looked at 26. And then she's going to start saying, hey, we can be a power couple. She's going to start saying, I can fall in love with you. You're safe. You're secure. You're the good man. This is what most women use as a strategy. Instead of saying, hey, I messed up. Rescue me. Yes, I'm a single mother. I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm broke. Now, here's the situation right here. She's admitting what we've been telling you. Okay. And that's you. This is what we call repackaged peace leave. She's going to go to church and try to meet her Boaz. She's going to try to do what she's going to try to do all of these things that we say. You're wasting your time on when you date her and you're like, yeah, she's a single mother of three, but it'll be OK. Then you find out she's still cheating. She's still married. You're going to find out a lot of bullshit. She's authentically admitting that at 36, she looks older than 36. She done messed up. She's got babies outside of wedlock. She's got felonies, probably felonies connected to some of the men she's dated. And she can't recoup the losses because she didn't build a career or go the good girl route. Some of the good girls are saying, what's the benefit of being a good girl when you don't get any? What, what are the benefits? Well, being a good girl isn't supposed to be played out past the age of 28, in my opinion. You're supposed to be a good girl long enough to get married before you hit the wall. The, the being a good girl at 36 and 35 and 32, figuring it out, oh, I'll be a good girl now, you wasted time. And here she is right here being authentic. Now, one thing I'll say is I'm appreciative of her being authentic because a lot of women wouldn't be this authentic. They're just going to say, I still have value and I know my worth and I want a six-figure guy. But they'll have all of this baggage that she's admitting to, they won't admit it. In the comment section, of course... <laughs> A lot of men said, I'm so respectful. I so respect the accountability of this post. Somebody says, Andrew Tate and Kevin Samuels been trying to warn y'all. Uh, another man, the accountability alone says it all. It's not over for you. He says, you'll shake back better than ever. You'll shake back better than ever. She better shake something. 
A lot of men right here, mad respect for admitting to this. It takes courage to admit you made mistakes. Okay. A lot of men, there's a man you still deserve to be loved, which is a lie. Guys, there's nobody that deserves anything. You don't deserve anything. Love specifically. Love is easy. Respect is hard. So just because somebody loves you doesn't mean you won them over. Just because you receive love doesn't mean you've accomplished anything. Love is one of the most simple transactions that you can have out here. It's organic. Sometimes it's um, manipulative. But respect is earned. You got to work every day. You got to work 10 days and you can lose all your respect in one day. 10 days worth of work and you got everybody's respect. On the 11th day, you lose everybody's respect. Okay? You lose everybody's respect. Just like you're doing good as a content creator, then you go in on the wrong dude and you see your whole comment section in support of that person you went in on. That's a bad day. You've had a bad day and you lost a lot of people's respect by doing so. It's crazy. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. When they get this age, it still stands to test the time. Most of the time when the wall comes, they're not going to be ready for it. Not only that, we have a bad economy. That's going to be something that's going to double down on them. That pressure is going to get to them. And they're going to say, wow, I really need some sort of support here. I really need a man. And it's difficult for me to find one because I have all of this baggage. I guarantee you every man, every good man that finds out she has felonies and a baby by a dirty Johnson Rodney who doesn't pay any child support, but you're paying for dates. Every man finds out and they ditch her. And I believe she has, um, hold on for a second. I'm going to try to click on her, on her uh, TikTok here. Yeah, she going, oh, she having a hard time, boy. So it looks like, <laughs> I'm going to show you here, and I'm not trying to make fun of her. Don't go torture her page or harass her. It says Cake Face J, J, J-A-I. It looks like she has a makeup type content. Like there she is made up on her thumbnail right there or on her, her avatar. That's what she looks like made up. Some dudes will look past that. But it looks like as of recent, look, all of her videos of her trying to explain what the hell's going on here? You see that? Now she's crying in the kitchen. First of all, she's not that attractive to begin with, so she had to lead with that type of thing. But once men get past that and realize she got all that baggage, she's in her kitchen, lonely-ass kitchen, crying again. It's the same story, but most men are picking the wrong women and you don't realize it until it's too late. Let's show you another situation here. Oh, wow. There was a there was something that I lost there. Let me get to the, the contribu contributions and we'll get, get into, uh, let's see here, why, why men are picking the wrong woman. Interesting. Interesting. Mario Bell. I have to create a YouTube channel so they can pay me to diss the coach. <laughs> All right. He says, pay to diss me too, coach. He says, oh, no. He says, he says, I got to create a YouTube channel so they can pay me to diss you too. He says, much love. Keep your foot on these busters next. Yeah, man. You want men jealous of you, but hey, jealous men are worse than jealous women. As men, we have to start acknowledging this. And I said this. Remember Death by Simp? Death by Simp has been doing, you, you guys see Death by Simp all the time. And people keep trying to draw me in, draw me in, draw me in. They think I'm going to go back and forth with them. I don't care. I love when you make content about me because new people come to my channel. Every time you make content, you lose subs and I gain subs. 
it's fine. It's a part of content creation. But I do want to cautious men when you want to be something. Jealous men are more harmful than jealous women. Steer clear and don't take any life advice from a jealous male. If they exhibit any class, any style of uh, jealousy, those are men to be avoided. And they keep a dude super chatted to exhibit his male jealousy. That's sad, bro. It's sad. Jealous men will kill you. (laughs) A jealous woman might not kill you. She want to keep you up and prop you up for the long term. Wow. Shout out to Paul, the Scorpion King. He says, I'm going to Rio next week. He going to get that clippity clap on. Clappity clap clap. Now, just because you make a video against somebody doesn't mean you're a hater, but you're seeing and exhibiting uh, finding men who are male haters and jealous ass men. <laughs> Be careful and cautious of jealous ass men. I'll never collab with any of these jealous ass men. I'll, I'll never do it. All right. Or a hater or people here that want to super chat. It's a sad thing. Maybe this will be a theme for the show. XL Pro Services said, Coach Gang. All right, shout out to you. The man behind the mic over on the Cash App Today show. Did you watch my video? Oh, that's Red Sings the Blues again. All right, he's like, did you watch my? I didn't watch the video, no. All right, I was at the Raiders game all day. When did the video drop? (laughs) All right. And booking, then yeah, I did my members live stream and I did also the money mindset. I did my members live stream, rushed out to the Raiders game, was there all day, came back, did my money mindset. Then I had to take care of my dog, <laughs> right? So I didn't watch much content, but uh, maybe I will to see what you said. All right, shout out to Greer's in the building. He says, hurt my back, trying to focus. So I could focus on my career. Indeed. Loud Pocket says, free agent lifestyle all right soda can says thanks coach here's a donation from the community all right i need to get a quick community sound effect venmo then paypal all right venmo then paypal anybody on venmo it's the least popular of all but it is what it is shout out to macaroni tony for the captain saver 304s that be like, baby, you know you too fine to be doing this, queen. He also says, for the I'm the type of guy who don't believe the, that chivalry is dead. No, because I believe women should be treated with the utmost respect. Temptation and whispering as singing ninjas. All right, this ain't the 1980s. They don't want that much respect. Too much respect comes off as subservient, especially unearned. Unearned respect will always be treated less than respect that's earned, okay? So if you give a person respect and I'll trust up front and they haven't earned it, you're going to take an L. We're going to talk about that in the three reasons why men pick the wrong women. Well, women don't lie and hashtag believe all women. I don't know why you guys keep falling for that. I don't even believe that about men. (laughs) I don't even believe that about men. A man tells me something, I got to go verify it, verify it. A woman tells me something, I got to go verify it. Some people might say trust, but verify. No. Respect is earned. Trust is earned. When you lead with respect and and, and trust, that's worse than leading with your wallet. (laughs) That's worse than leading with your wallet. 
leading with respect and trust will lead to you getting disrespected. Period. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, hold on for a second. Dame Digi says, Coach is the master of content, the king of content, and I'm the Bruce Wayne of this shit. They trying to take my damn title here. He says he's the king of master of content and sat and did his own thing. He says the men that claim to be above him revealed they pee, sitting down nature. Happy belated birthday, frame masterclass over here. Yep, shout out to you. Appreciate you. We're going to give you a, hold on for a second. We're going to give you one of these real quick. PayPal needs some love. PayPal needs some love. Somebody says it. Uh, yeah, Mr. Greaseman, Texas in the building. Let's do five, and then I got to get on. I didn't expect to see you on Lead Attorneys Friday afternoon. Great job, brother. You had me cracking up when you mentioned AV in her shoe video showing her feet. Yeah, I surely had to go check out them shoe videos myself for I love some pretty feet. Missionary with pretty toes in her mouth, in my mouth. Uh-oh. Boy, he's getting a little graphic. <laughs> this is a family show. All right, we can't imagine all that. But it's a good thing. Where are we at here? He also says he doubles up. Grease Man Texas says, keep up the good work. Yes, F those who say you can't excel because you're black. He says, for the chumps who don't know me, I'm CGA biatch. He says the Rick James reference referenced himself on stage. Yes, I'm CGA, man. Uh, only male jealousy can attempt to assassinate me and my character. But I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm worried more about male jealousy than I am of a female. I mean, I don't fear women. But 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 men, men are dangerous. No government name says, hey, coach, you say you're a free agent, but you can't be free. Use a ninja. <laughs> you look clean in that white Raiders jacket. No Cuomo in the building. Happy Monday Day in the building. Thank you, man. If you don't know, follow me on Instagram. I share my stories of the life that I live. The dangerous free agent lifestyle. Let me do one. Mm, I guess I could get all of these. No government name, Coach the Manosphere, is mainstream. Cody, the patriarch of Sister Wives, was talking about a child custody agreement because he said the Manosphere said men get screwed in divorce. But, um, yeah, that's cool. I don't know who Cody is, but I guess that's a mainstream per uh, person. And when it goes mainstream, this is when all the hurt feeling ninjas come out because then they haven't done the work to actually position themselves to be talked about. Jesus Ramirez, Coach, I was talking to my dad. He told me back in the day, brides, fathers would give the grooms the defects of their daughters. 304 facts. Um, some even got the okay to swing them from the ropes for acting up. <laughs> Francisco is a new thing. Wow, but we'll talk about this. Let's talk about this. Thank you, brothers, for all of those. I try to keep up. Do me a favor, hit the like button. Here it is right here. Three reasons why men keep picking the wrong woman. Because first of all, I mean, obviously, men have been trained. Uh, this series of men from the baby boomers on, we've been trained to be weak. We've been trained to give and then expect women to give by a, a byproduct of us giving to them. And that's been a back, that's been a backfire. I talked about this with a feast. He tried to bring up Eastern marriages and arranged marriages. And I acted, had to interject and said, those marriages are the most successful marriages they are. As a matter of fact, the intent of those marriages is to somehow have the woman pay a bride, have the man pay a bride's a bride price, somehow invest early, know what the investment is, and know what you're going to lose, or you can pay on the other end 
um, the opposite of a buy ride price. And um, then there's an investment from the family side. Then there's a courting or there's a mating ritual. There's something to, to be known where the people get to know each other. There's respect earned first. And then there's love. Now they're changing that too. They're fighting against that too, because women are seen as property that way. But the problem is in Western marriage, women don't want to be seen as property, which I, I'm fine with, right? You don't want to be seen as property. But the problem with that is women are still property. The dowry, yeah, the dowry versus the bride price. So the man pays the dowry. The, the bride price is when the family pays the man. Listen, I know people don't want to talk about this. This is tough. But women are still property today in America. And there's too many ways to prove this. Are all women property? No, that's just like saying all black people were slaves. That's not true. That's like saying all white people were plantation owners. That's not true. Okay. Are all women property? No, but the vast majority of them are. Let me explain. Let me explain. Many of them are properties of corporations in America. They've been promised jobs and great. Uh, uh, many of them don't have good jobs to begin with. Many of them choose to have bad jobs and then complain about the gender pay gap. But many of them report to duty on a timely basis. Now, they didn't want to be property for husbands and fathers, but now they've tr transacted that property into corporations and or retail establishments or whatever sort of entrepreneurship that they're getting into, which they don't work that hard at it. Many of them don't. So many of them are saddled up with corporate job duties and responsibilities in which they're going to earn uh, uh, work 40, 50, 60 hours a week. With that being said, that would make you property. Many of you guys have allegiances to these corporations. You would put, you would put the stamp or a tattoo of that corporation on your ass until they lay you off. Okay. So that's number one in terms of property. You're still property. Number two, your property of the state. Meaning, if I want to marry you, I have to ask the state, can I engage in this for whatever purposes they want me to engage in? But in for order for me to transact you, I have to have permission from the government. Therefore, you are property of the government because if the union doesn't work, like the bride price or the, um, or the dowry, I owe you on the back end. I have to pay for that. That payment is similar to a dowry or a bride price, but it's paid on the back end instead of the front end. Now, the reason why I have to pay is because the government knows that they cannot have women out here just out here on the streets. They cannot have women and children out here on the streets. And so if they fail a relationship or a marriage, which most of them fail, somebody has to support them. And the government is not going to just support them because they had a failed relationship. Since you were a union, you now have to pay a portion of her expenses. Not all, but a portion. In the past, in the Western cultures, men used to take care of their wives. If they didn't, they would have the rest of society in their community to deal with. Okay? Like, you couldn't just put a wife out on the street like that. Dudes will beat you up. Like, uh, if you think of old mafia movies, like, uh, I was watching Bugsy the other day. And the guy Bugsy wanted to divorce his wife to go marry that 304 he married, Virginia Hill. But then they were like, even his mafia friends was like, you can't divorce your wife and leave her out there like that. You can't do that. Now, he got deleted and people wonder why he got deleted. Well, one of the reasons was he was about to leave his wife 
and leave her ass out out in these streets. And they was like, nah, you ain't about to do that to her. And people would do that. But now the penalty is no longer society. It is the government that says, well, you're not just about to leave her out here. You're going to pay for her, but we're also going to give her access to welfare and EBT and government programs and shelters and all of these things. So in essence, they're still kind of property. They're still kind of property. They have somebody that will prop them up. Not only that, you have the student loan problem. You have the student loan problem, which a lot of these women have drummed up six figures, seven, seven figures of debt. I mean, definitely five figures of debt. And they're waiting for the government to pay this off so it can free them, thus making them indentured servants and a debt prisoner. All right. They're indebted to the government because the government owns these things. Now, yes, men surely did this, too. But there was a big push to get women into college only for them to end up being in debt servitude. This makes you property. When you're an indentured servant, you are a property. You are a piece of property until you can free yourself from the debt. So when I say these things and people keep saying that they're not property, yes, you are. Many men are still property. But when we're saying women don't want to be treated as property, they still are. Just as many of us melanated people are still slaves, right? We're still slaves. So you just don't know it yet. We just changed the definition of things. With that being said, let's just get into it again. Three reasons why men keep picking the wrong woman. The first one is dating fatigue. Dating fatigue makes cowards of us all. We had a basketball coach that used to say that. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. So when you get tired, you start making mistakes. When you get lazy, you start making mistakes. And the fact is, when you're dating, when you're available and single, and you go through the dating hurdles, you go through online dating, you go through cold approaching, you meeting your friends at work, you're doing all of these things. At some point, you're going to get tired. You're going to get tired and you're going to make mistakes. You're going to start picking the wrong people. What's good? Let me give you an example of dating fatigue. Yes, the mental errors will start to mound. You'll start making compound turnovers. You'll start turning the ball over because you're tired. Not because you're not talented, because you're tired. Okay? And when you have dating fatigue, you're going to go on a dating app. Swipe, 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 swipe. Uh, you're going to go on a couple of dates. Oh, man, this is getting tiring. So the last three women that are available to you, you'll pick from those three women because you're like, well, these three women are available I'm tired now, so I'll just pick from these three women instead of doing what? Keep going. Keep building yourself. You'll just pick when you're tired. Not only that, dating fatigue also goes with money. You're going to go on dates. You got $600 in your bank account. You're going to go on dates and try to cheap your way around and go through all of this bullshit to try to keep up, um, keep not spending going past your $600 budget, right? So you pay for the dating app. You pay for the Starbucks. You might pay for a couple of dinner dates and so forth and so on. You're going to run out of money. You're going to run out of money, and then you're going to start broke dating, or you're going to start turning over the ball. You're going to start making mistakes. You're going to start sleeping with fat women. You're going to start doing things that you normally wouldn't do when you were full strength, when you weren't tired. And then you're going to start making excuses. Well, women only want me for my money, and they want me for dinner dates, and they finesse. You're going to start making excuses. Because you're fatigued. And fatigue makes cowards of us all. Dating fatigue is a reason why you pick the wrong women. Because, because when you're fatigued, 
you're going to start settling for who you have right in front of you. All right. These are the three last women I'll pick from one of these three bozos. Mm. Not only that, you'll start taking women who let you bust up inside their guts. Roski, turnover. And then you start saying, well, this woman had a baby on me. And you start trying to explain it away on the back end. Coach, what do I do? She's taking me to child support tomorrow. You messed up. You start dating women that are way below who they, who, who, um, way below who you're probably deserve. And this is dating fatigue. Many men date fatigue. Women date fatigue. Okay. Women date fatigue as well. Uh, but it's the opposite. Let's show you the example of dating fatigue for women. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. That's a form of dating fatigue for women. They are exhausted by the jerks. She just said exhausted, that's dating fatigue. So now time to put our chips over here. This is what you do, and you end up picking wrong. Let's go. Um, let me see here. Uh, the next one is going to be um, beauty trumps substance. Many men have been in this situation. Um, you know, I've never said that I was unsuccessful with women. Some people assume that's the case, but I've never been a person that says, I've been unsuccessful with women, right? I've always been able to have be do fairly well with women. Yes. Okay, that's never been my problem, although people keep trying to assume that that's my issue. I picked some wrong women, all right, but I've never been in absence of them, all right? Anybody knows in the members live chat, anybody that have seen my videos, me versus the dating apps, there's no problem there. With that being said, beauty trumps substance. Now, I always talk about low-hanging fruit, but there's a, there's, a, there's a middle ground here. Sometimes a six will like you, but you'll also have in the back pocket A's and eight. <laughs> you'll be like, I have an eight. Now, naturally, we want the most beautiful person we can get. We'll never be able to battle that. But sometimes the six is pressing you and doing very well. She's doing well, but you'll have the eight going along as well. Okay, you'll have the eight. And the eight will be giving you no respect, making you jump through hoops and hurdles, distracting you from life, dating other men. But you'll have access to this woman. And you'll give up the six to go with the eight. And you'll later regret it. You'll later regret this. A lot of men do this. Because the person looks good, you're going to willing, be willing to roll the dice and put trust in her. She's going to stab you in the back because that's what women who are eights do. <laughs> All right. That's what they do. They're out for themselves. The person that was a six, that was good enough, you didn't go for it. Now, I'm not telling you to go for lower hanging fruit, but what I'm telling you is a lot of times you will pick the wrong one based on the looks alone, only to be put through bullshit dealing with the looks. When the person that had just slightly less looks 
all right? Slightly not as in good shape. She stays in. She checks in with you. She gives you all this stuff. She's right there. She's there every day. But your dumb ass, throw her out, and you go for the eight. She runs your ass through circles because you allow her to because she has looks. You're like, well, she has the looks, so I'll let her play games on me. And then guess what happens? Your dumb ass get ran. Your dumb ass get used, finessed, and played. And then you want to go run back to the six, but it's too late. <laughs> but the problem is the beauty is one thing you choose above everything else. And that's going to be a long-term problem for you. It's going to be a long-term problem. I know you think you deserve better, but at the end of the day, someone a little less beautiful, a little bit less arrogant, a little bit less putting hurdles in front of you sometimes might be the better choice. But you avoid it. Women do this as well. You're 5'7". She's uh, the other dude 6'3". She might pick the 6'3 dude. And she could say, I just can't let the 5'7 dude hit it. But the 5'7 dude's ready to give her life. He's ready to rescue her from the mud. Now, later on, she'll come back to that guy because she kept him as a friend in the orbit. And she'll come back to that guy after the 6'4 guy done ran her ragged. And he, she'll come back to you and she'll say what? And that's you. Yeah. <laughs> so we do this as well. And this is why the reason why you get picked, why you're picking the wrong women. All right. Uh, last one. Last one. You keep taking the easy way out. You keep taking the easy way out. Uh, this is a classic example here. So, again, this kind of takes control of, of um uh, takes exactly what, what we're doing here. So a couple of a couple examples of taking the easy way out. Um, number one for, uh, is proximity. Proximity is taking the easy way out. So you might be saying all these women in Birmingham, Alabama are, are trash, but you have access to other cities, municipalities in your area. Do you only have to date the women in Birmingham? But people will take dates and they will actually limit everyone in the free United States, 360 million people, but you will only date people where the population is 300,000. <laughs> like, you don't have to date those women there. You can date women anywhere. You can date women overseas. The world is open. We're global now. But you only date people in your area as if you can't date people anywhere else. Now, let's just say, you can't date women anywhere else. That's a problem for you. That's your problem because you don't have the money, the resources. You haven't taken time to build yourself. You just settle for the people in your area, which is going to be a mistake. There's people all over the place. But proximity is one of the things that you do to take the easy way out. The next one is going to be limiting factors that other people control. So they might say, now, shout out to the brothers that love them a good black woman. I love me a good black woman. All right, but there's good black women anywhere, but you limit it by proximity, which is going to be, that's going to be your fault. But let's just say then you only date women of your own race because other people are going to be mad at you. Other people are going to be upset with you. Other people are going to say, why didn't, you, why, why didn't you pick a black woman? Well, there wasn't that many in my area or the woman in my area didn't like me or they, they were pulling the that you want and me. That's you. I dated women over here. I dated a couple of Asian women over here. And then they get mad at you and you say, okay, in order for me, for, in order for them to not get mad at me, I'll pick 
women that will be these people will like them. They'll like the fact that I picked this woman. That's dumb. That's stupid. I don't get it. I don't care what race you are. Why would you have a limiting factor that other people control other than yourself? You'd be beautiful. You'll look beautiful if you married a beautiful black woman. What? What? I mean, listen, why would I do that? There's a bunch of reasons why I wouldn't do that. That's a limiting factor that they control. If it's a limiting factor that other people's control and it's not sincerely what you want to do, that's why you keep picking the wrong women. That's why you keep picking the wrong women. Same thing as you're taking the easy way. That's the easy way out. Harder would be, okay, I'm going to open it up for people outside of my general area, outside of my race, outside of my country, outside of my state, outside of my You can open it up, but you won't do it. And when men open it up, they get called all kinds of names. How dare you go overseas? You're just going to be a monkey simp over there. How, de- how dare you de- uh, date a woman outside your race? That's, that's ridiculous. Well, I, that's what I want to do. So for the men that keep picking the wrong woman, Look at it and go through these things. Are you dating? Are you suffering from dating fatigue? If you're suffering from dating fatigue, take yourself off the marketplace before choosing the wrong one. Number two, beauty trumps substance. There's women of substance. There's women that like you. Have you heard of the phrase, go with who likes you? That's hard for men to do. Go with who likes you. They'll be more likely to give you a better quality of life or better dating experience than somebody who you're forcing to like you using money for them to get the like you, using dates to get the like you. Sometimes you see somebody, they're into you, and we still juggle around. Oh, I'll keep them to the side, and we still juggle them around and try to go for somebody slightly more beautiful. That's going to be an L. That person's down for you. You might want to stick with them. If you don't want them, go ahead and tell them and dismiss them so that you can move on about your own life. Last one is going to be you keep taking the easy way out. All right, let's get to the Super Chats. Where are we at? An hour and a half. This is for purple pill men, right? Red pill men, if you're a true red pill man, you're not worried about stuff like this. Because you could just say, I got money. Where are we at? Rolos Pantene hair weave. Mad respect to you, coach, for not using feminine feeling tactics to improve your standing on YouTube. It shows a lot of maturity and self-respect and dominance too. Coach is a true leader. Thank you, sir. And actually, you know, people are going to always reference, well, three years ago, actually, the video doesn't even exist. The one video you keep talking about that I did, it don't even exist on YouTube anymore. It's uh, completely off. I deleted it because it serves no purpose to me. There's no more beef there. We've actually never had a conversation. I've never met the person face to face. He doesn't make any videos on me as far as I know. It's other people associated with that person. So if you keep referencing that, that shows you what a true woman you are. That video was made in 2018. (laughs) It was made in 2018, deleted off YouTube in 2020. I don't need it anymore. It don't make me a difference. It don't make me no damn mind, but it shows you where you are. I've never made a video on another content creator like that. And I hope you guys can recognize that. It's not even in my damn, I, I, I want people to know I have bigger fish to fry. I'm actually trying to push them in further trying to push men further to focus on what we need to focus on. If you're a content creator and you're bored, I get it. Can't be as talented as me and come up with new subject matter on a daily basis twice a day. It's tough. This is a tough gig. 
but we can't waste time on this. Just be, if you're bored, I don't know what to tell you. Find somebody to attack. All right. Monk mode master. I see so many women these days with a thousand mile stare. He says they all just been ran through these days. Yes. Uh, that's what we're going to have to settle for, guys. There's no more virgins. There's no more virgins. No more virgins, guys. Get over that. If you're a guy that wants a female virgin, I've already told you what to do. It's going to sound somewhat creepy and illegal, but that's what you're going to have to do. I'm sorry. If you're afraid of women with high body counts, it's going to be difficult for us. It's going to be super difficult for you. If you're a young man that listens to me and you're saying, if I get married and the woman's 29, 30, 28, 25, and you wanted to not be ran through, those days are over. Now, our definition of ran through, women don't see it as ran through, right? You might be a woman that has 10 body counts for a guy and you're 25. That's ran through as far as he's concerned. He's you're ran through. So you might see that. Well, I wasn't there and he that's ran through. Because a lot of guys don't want women that have that much sexual experience and then she hasn't been successful in obtaining a relationship. He looks at that as that's a loss. What happened? Were they one night stands? Were they in the context of a relationship? Right now, man, of my age, I don't expect any woman to deal with that. I deal with to be a virgin. Okay, even when I'm at the junior college, I don't expect it. For her to be open to be with a guy like me of my age and she's young, that shows she's been ran through. All right. She's been ran through. If she's got to the point where she said, I want older men and I'll allow access to older men, that means she knows younger men ain't got it. <laughs> right? So for me to be like, who you slept with? <laughs> like what? There was a girl, I, I was with a girl, and she was like, oh, I bumped into some R&B singer. I won't name his name. Now, most young guys would be like, did you sleep with him? Well, me, I know. She done slept with him. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody says, why, coach? What do you mean? For, for a woman to say in the age range of 18 to 24, if you want to say 19 to make yourself feel comfortable, go ahead. 18 to 24. For her to be like, nah, I want older men. She's already experienced enough younger men to know she wants an older guy. Not only that, she's already experienced enough older guys to know the difference between older and younger guys is that much different. Think about it. That woman has been ran through. <laughs> she had to arrive at that conclusion somehow. She didn't just say, yeah, older men tickle my fancy. No, she had to experience young guys, then experience older guys, and then do the damn whole, hmm, older guys for the win. Like, bruh, she, <laughs> yo, it is what it is. But people got to get to understand that that's how it goes. So if you're a guy and you're an older guy, you like to be at the junior college, just understand you ain't the only one. You ain't the first one. You ain't the last one. And then I can educate younger men. Eventually, these women are going to fall off from me and be back with you. Right? They're going to be back with you. And that's you. So I don't think that if younger women that come to me be like, oh, I just always like older guys. and I like to be spoiled. And I'll give me access. Instant access. Instant access. 
it's not because she hasn't been experienced. She knows what she's doing. And I would never be like, well, you should be a virgin still. No. The one of the biggest things we have to do is get over the fact that modern women are not going to be virgins anymore. If you're waiting for one, go to a third world country, have a dowry, buy some land where a guy will come in and say, take my daughter. I done trained her up. I done prepared her for a man like you. That's where you need to go for that. In any Western civilization, Western Europe, the United States, North America, South America, them days are over, bro. <laughs> oh. Okay. Shout out to Rooster Coburn. Coburn says, shout out to the coach gang. Hey, coach, are you natty? Them shoulders looking big, <laughs> kind of big paws. All natural. <laughs> Here we go. All natural. But also, I have a little head. No. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. My shoulders and my traps have always been big, even in even in um, high school, right? I've always had big traps. So the key to looking big is having big trapezius muscles. You see that? So it makes it makes everything look better, by the way. But it also shortens my neck. It makes my neck short. So when I wear a suit and ties, I'll be like this. My tie be up here like this. <laughs> uh, having a short neck is not always good for suits so i have to wear mock turtlenecks and stuff like that but when i wear a tie <laughs> hey this is about self-awareness be be self-aware you're not a perfect human being but you can actually reflect yourself actually demonstrate yourself to be as perfect as you want to be and bring them haters on shout out to them haters looking at me all right uh they hate one thing real quick everybody knows that i'm short in stature all right everybody knows that i've never hit it but people kind of want to use that against you. By the way, there's the hater face. One thing that I will want my short kings to understand. One of the biggest things you can do as a short man is kill life and make tall men insecure about themselves when they feel like a piece of shit. Tall men think they should be beating you in life. The one thing you can do is as a shorter guy, kick tall dudes ass in life. Dude, they be pissed off, bro. They be like, yeah. they be pissed off. And then the thing is, you kicking their ass in life, and they want to bring you down to stature. And, like, what? Like, I'm already kicking your ass in life. What the hell I'm worried about my height? <laughs> I got hoes, clothes, shoes, cars. Like, and you ain't even, and you ain't even near me, bro. Like, what? Dude, that, I swear to God. That's a quick way to piss off people is be short and killing them in life. So I, there, there ain't nothing that pisses off a taller guy than that. <laughs> yes, indeed. Shout out to that. They hate that, bro. They hate that. And that's female energy. That's some female energy shit. <laughs> it's super true about men. I know, I know male nature too. If, he, if I can have a whole chance channel on male nature male nature is they hate when dudes and again white dudes hate when black dudes outdoing them in life see here's the thing i don't want to make it about race but whatever disadvantage you have and of course if you got my course i said turn every disadvantage into an advantage all right whatever you have as a disadvantage turn it into an advantage 
But people hate when you have an obvious disadvantage and you still beat their ass, bro. They like, <laughs> you kicking their ass in life. They hate that. And then they'll come back to that. Like the dude said, Bruce Wayne is black. Bruce Wayne is a millionaire. They they hate on it. They find some way to bring your ass down. Oh, you short. <laughs> you black. They still want you to have a loser mindset. And they cannot understand why you have a ego, why you have confidence, why you can come out here and spit that game and that truth, why you can still get people to listen to you. Oh, he's grifting. They can't stand it. They cannot stand it. Jealousy for men is a big issue. We're going to have to do... We're going to have to do a show on male jealousy. So you can point out the difference between someone who disagrees with you or they're a jealous ass man. Male jealousy is crippling. Yeah. Male jealousy cripples men more than female vindictiveness does. And I want you to see it in real time. Every time I show you, every time I show you, it is what it is. Now, if people want to debate me on points. All good. Give me a break. Hey, let me do this for a second. I'm going to uh, take a commercial break and get back to the last episode real quick. Give me a second. Give me a second real fast. Let's do this uh, commercial break real quick. Because my dog is somehow going nuts. <laughs> nuts. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Divorce rate in California is how much now? Statistics said 75%. So 75%. Every 13 seconds, there's a divorce in this country. 53% of marriages end in divorce. Second-time marriages end in a divorce rate of 62%. And third-time marriages, 73% failure rate. Married women are more than twice as likely as married men to take the first step towards divorce. The average litigated divorce costs $100,000 on each side, and it can take anywhere from a year and a half to three years. If I said to you there's a 53% chance that we're going to get hit in the head with a bowling ball, you would either stay inside or at a minimum you would wear a helmet. So how do we prevent this? Never get a marriage license. And if a woman says that she's not going to marry you until you get a license, you know that's not the woman for you. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? And we back in here. Appreciate y'all for that. Dog had a little bit of an emergency and I had to attend to it. Shout out to everybody. Pimp Skywalker says, due to recent events, I think a stream on male jealousy is needed. We see Hafiz. Male jealousy exhibited and he's trying to use a reason. Oh, you're grifting. You don't give balance. It's male jealousy. Mm. Loud Pocket says, keep on grifting, Coachy. Yeah, again, that's a whole thing I don't understand. What is grifting? 
what is actually supporting yourself? What is people supporting you? You got to have to have a definition. Okay. No government name. Thanks for explaining dating fatigue. Yes. Dating fatigue makes cowards of us all. Write it down. That's your notes for the day. Dating fatigue makes cowards of us all. Yes. Shout out to your boy Courtney in the building. Shout out from a fire man in Memphis, Tennessee. Shout out to Memphis, Tennessee in the building. Appreciate you, you guys hardworking. Um, he says the manosphere will be ruined by male biatches. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. The manosphere is going to be ruined by male snitches and, 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 and all of that stuff. Yes, indeed. Uh, somebody says, Mr. Save says, Coach, I hate you. Here's $10. <laughs> Shout out to you. I got money. Indeed. Yes. That's a hell of a grift. A hater show. Larry Portis. It's my birthday today. Happy belated birthday. Shout out to the Libo, Libra and the Scorpio gang, I believe. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Robert says, Soul. Oh, sorry. Uh, from the house, from House Obsidian, Soul Sertorialist. I remember you from House of Obsidian. Shout out to you. And shout out to Kanye West from Gym Status. All right, we're going to get over to Venmo in a bit. Man, these people always signing me out. They signing me out, man. Don't try to play me out. Sorry for this, brothers. All right, Venmo, no government name, serious question. Why don't you use the race card on the YouTube haters you're discussing? Good question. Good question. Because it's lowball. It's lowball. Now, there could be examples where I could use that, but I don't like to use the race card like that, right? Like, meaning these white guys are going against me because I'm black. However, what I would say is they have a, there could be, I, I frame it like this. Whatever deficiency they, they uh, believe I have, this is one of the reasons why they hate me. So they're going to use whatever deficiency they have and explain away why I'm beating their ass, right? And that could be one of them. It could be one of them. It's obvious, though. That, that one's obvious, but I'm not going to make that a big deal because I want to try to figure out. I want you to figure out and see what you're seeing in real time. Shout out to Sydney in the building. Oh, boy. Sydney in the building making it rain on CGA. I'm rich, Shout out to you. And we got Macaroni Tony. I know successful entrepreneurs, no kids. They do volunteer work. Has the six sixes, and he's not even 30. He recently got married to an older woman. His now wife is literally engaged to someone else last year. Thankfully, he got a prenup, but as you know, that's not a silver bullet. It also says, you lifted a curtain on how female athletes aren't the trophy wives. Wait, how the XX is athletes. How FX athletes aren't the trophy wives that most of us think they are. Oh, this college volleyball scandal is proof. Allegedly, they were even in the hotels showing out too. You give us so much game and we appreciate it, coach. Hey, you know what's interesting? And I have to get over to PayPal. They just won't let me sign in. They sign me out. That's why I actually do it um, this way. Uh, somebody wanted to make a point as to why I worked with younger women and claim to know older women. They were like, well, you worked with younger women, so it doesn't count. Because I tout the fact that I traveled with women, college women, worked on college campuses and all that. And so a woman will say, predictably, well, those women on college campuses are young. Those aren't fully developed grown women. I understand that point. What she's trying to say is I'm a 40-year-old woman. How does that make you 
understand me at 24, 25, 23, 22? Well, number one, I've also traveled with women of older age, right? Because everybody has a staff. It wasn't just me. There were older women that traveled as well that worked in various positions. So it wasn't just the younger women, but let's just say this. You were a young woman at one point. So if you're 40, you were a young woman. You were 23. You were 24. You were 25. You were 19. You were 26. So many of those decisions you made, I got to see them, see you make it when you were younger. I got to hear your conversations that you had about men when you were younger. You certainly were not a virgin when you were in college. You certainly were rode the carousel <laughs> when you were in college. And by that, I can tell you many of the 40-year-old women that I actually worked with, they weren't in better position, nor were they making better decisions than the younger women as well. You were making they were making just as many dumb decisions that I saw the younger women make. So what? Now you double down on dumb by 40. And I'm saying when you're 40 now, I know the game. And that's you. By the time you're dealing with a woman in your 40s, you got to consider what she was doing 18 to 25. And I saw it in real time. I was like a lot of, let me just explain something. I saw women that I coached and worked with get married to gumps who thought these women were queens. <laughs> I was like, I saw women, of course, when we're dealing with uh, female athletes, I saw them be full on lesbianic, you know what? They were full on lesbians. Like their whole college career, they came in freshman year, kind of skating, bisexual. Then they turned into full lesbians, sophomore year, junior year, senior year. Then they went out and they got married and had full ass families, bruh. I was like, and that's you. They got married to men, not women. They got married to men. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the and they had girlfriends. They had better good. They had better looking girlfriends than dudes on college campuses. And they had undercover girlfriends. They had undercover fans. Girls that you thought were uh, regular heterosexual girls, and they be hanging around with my basketball players. I'd be like, damn, why is she hanging around with my basketball players? She, the ba my basketball players, looking like dudes wearing jean shorts like John Cena, turning these girls out. And those girls end up getting married down the line. Like, <laughs> those girls would get married down the line. They was all on my Facebook. It's looking like she got married. Somebody married her. Like, wow. I saw girls that slept with the, the coaches, the football coaches, the football team. I saw it all. And then those late years later, when that woman turned 28, 30, 35, 36, they would get married to a simp. And I'm sitting there like, why are you not understanding that experience then turns them in? I got to see these women develop into mature adults, have families, get married, play the whole game. They, some of them got divorced. Some of them were single mothers and then married some gump. Then they got divorced. I seen it all. And I'm like, whoa, it is crazy out here. So people are trying to disregard that experience by saying, well, he didn't know older women. No, I got to see these people developing. I got to see them live their lives out. And I got to go, God damn. I cannot unsee it. So I got to do, um, <laughs> this is why I come up with some of my concepts. Yes, hire a private investigator. Do your due diligence. Investigate. Know where they come from. 
I think it's a significant disadvantage for men, not for women, for men to meet a woman past the age of 28 when you don't do no investigating on them. You, you it's sad. You, well, you're going to make a mistake. Now, some of these marriages do last longer, but that's because he has dating fatigue. She might have dating fatigue. And he doesn't want to go back out there and date again, so he will says, I'll stick around. But past the age of 28, mathematically, if you do your math on what happens with younger women, 15, 16, 17, 18, do the data. Many of these women, by the time they're 18, they've already had three years, some four years, some even more years fiddling around on the marketplace sexually. Sad story to talk about. It's an uncomfortable subject. But many of them, by the time they're 18 or 19, they've already had two years for sure, statistically. Some even three, four, and five. Now, you're going to say this woman at 28, by the time she gets to 28, and that's you. or 30 or 32, she's got a good 15-year head start on you. You, on the other hand, may not have the leverage, and you might say, well, this woman's showing me something, and she's giving me easy access. I'm going to take the easy way out. And I'm just getting started. She has a major advantage over you in terms of interpersonal communication. Right? You think I'm going to run game on her. It's a sad thing to say. Women run game on guys. I keep saying that. <laughs> they run game on you all day long. It is not even close. And the little bit of game that you run on them you better have backed it up with more than just dialogue because dialogue is getting you nowhere. You better have understanding of what they are attempting to get from you. That's what they are. They're not there just for entertainment. They want something else. You got to figure that out. Dialogue is only one part of this whole scenario. Learning how to talk to a woman is only one part. There's a lot of people that run undercover. I just kind of want to explain these things. And they've been doing this since high school, some since middle school. And then here you are. She's 28, 30, 32. Oh, I met the most wonderful woman. Shit. Do you remember middle school and high school? <laughs> mm. Let's get to this. This is going to be hard for my editors right here. The black male sperm shortage. Black women most affected. Let's get to this. Here it is right here. Something that you never consider, but, you know, the queens out here want to tell us this is what's going on. There's a black male sperm shortage. Let's continue. What, what does this even mean? A nationwide black sperm donor shortage, and it's having a massive impact on black women. Joining us now. What does this even mean? With more on the issue at hand is Amber Ferguson. With more on this, Amber, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Hi, good morning. So I was reading your article, and this is such a layered problem, really. It's, it's not so simple. Tell us what's going on. So less than 2% of sperm donors in the U.S. are black. Hmm. Yeah, I, like I said, this is, that doesn't surprise me because I don't think black men are donating, donating nut like that. I've never heard of a brother who's like, I had to donate some sperm. So less than 2% are black. Okay, let's continue. And this is putting black women into situational. <laughs> okay, the black women are losing. Again, let's go back to ownership. How do you lose on, on that? I'm trying to figure out. So 
this is obviously women that are career oriented. I maybe she'll explain. Maybe they froze their eggs. I don't hear black women talk about freezing their eggs that much either. But they are strong and independent, but they want a black male sperm, right? But they can't find it. Are these lesbian couples? I want to know. Let's see if she can explain it here. Infertility. Because there's such a shortage, it means that black women who are single or in same-sex relationships, they're being forced into a painful choice. There you go. So there it is. All right. So she just cleared it up. So this, the same sex relationships, probably the most impacted there. So if there's two black women and they're together uh, in the name of Black Lives Matter, then she's going to say, yes, let's have a black child. But she wants to get the black sperm, which is there's not a lot. So there's a shortage. Also, she's could be talking about single, uh, strong and independent women. But uh, many of those strong and independent women are already have a child. So I don't. I don't get this one. This could be a rainbow. This could be a rainbow uh, scenario here. Let's continue. Choose a donor of a different race and have a biracial baby or go to unregulated online apps and Facebook groups to find a black donor. So this is actually going to be popular. I, I think I did hear about that, but I thought it was all men. But uh, yeah, they're going to unregulated groups. I remember I reported on that. They're going to groups on Facebook and they're trying to sperm jack dudes, especially dudes that are pure blood meaning dudes that didn't get the poke, and then they are a certain race. So it's getting even more restricted based on if they're poked or unpoked. And then also they're saying they're going on Facebook and they're doing, you know what I mean? I don't know. They could get done dirty. <laughs> God. But it's your fault, gentlemen. It's your fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. If you're, wow, man, you know, this is the world we're living in. So don't ever think. The idea that Hafiz was trying to propose that black men need to get together and start having families and do right. Well, apparently the black women are wanting to do that. They're wanting to just get some seed over here. <laughs> right. They don't have any any um, goals to keep the family together. So much so that there's a sperm shortage for black men that they're now highlighting on the media. Go get go give your seed away, guys, so they can put your ass on child support. If there are two uh, two uh, lesbian couples, they're going to put your ass on child support. You know they're going to put you on child support, Ninja. Which comes with its own set yeah. of financial, legal, and health risks. And these are women also who are racing against the clock, right? Yep. So look, boy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there it is. These are women racing against the clock. The wall affects them all. The wall is undefeated. So now you have women that said, I'm going to focus on my career, right? So I and I'm going to find a black man, uh, guys, if they're over 36 and they're focusing on their career and then they finally say, I'll marry you. Right. And that's you. They're trying to sperm jack you. They're, they're trying to sperm jack you. They're not in love with you. And then if they can't sperm jack you, they're going to be pissed. Now they're going to go out there and say it's your fault that you ain't donating seed. Hold the line. Yes. Um, just to put things into perspective, I was reading your article I, and one woman spent 40 hours mm -hmm. a week. Yes, it's looking a for a black donor. It's a full-time job, mm -hmm. essentially, and I think it was a total of 800 hours. Mm -hmm. uh, why is this an issue on the other end? Because you have so many uh, black women, increasingly so, looking for black sperm mm -hmm. donors, and then such a small percentage in terms of what they're looking for. Why is this a problem? Why can't we find black sperm donors? So like you said, this is a really layered issue. Before 2020, it was really rare to see black babies or black families on fertility websites. And it wasn't until 2020 that there was really a thought that black women wanted to mm. get pregnant intentionally. 
I can't even, I don't know what to say. Not only that, you have the highest rate of baby deletion in the same community. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You have the highest rate of boys wanting to become girls in this community. What, what are we doing, man? What, what, what are you guys doing in the black community? Because I ain't there. I don't know what y'all doing there. What are y'all doing? Not only that, statistically, blacks are becoming less and less of the of the population because uh, it's not just the fact that the, there's baby deletion and less black people are marrying. There's just more people coming in the United States. So statistically, you're going to be less. All right. So people are like saying black people are losing because the birth rate's decreasing. No, there's more immigration. There's two million people coming in per year. Statistically, you're going to be less. And they ain't letting them Haitians come across. You see what happened to their ass. It was like everybody can come except for y'all. Right. They had the horse and they had they ass like this and tossed them back over the border. So statistically, not only do you have baby deletion, you have uh, less marriage. You also have more population people coming in. You're going to be less and less of the population. And then these small amount of people are supposed to get together under these circumstances. You're having out of wedlock childbirth, babies born. I mean, single mother rate exploding. It's not getting less. It's getting more. Now you got this. Now you got more. Uh, um more uh, alternative lifestyle reading rainbow company uh, um, couples, women and women getting together, men and men getting together. And now you have the children. The boys want to become girls. Dude, it's clown. Whatever y'all doing in the community, I don't want no parts of it. Now, there are some good people in the community trying to keep it together and y'all trying to hold it together, hold it by a thread. This shit is out of control, bro. Not only that, you're exposing it to the media. What is the solution to that? What is the solution? The stereotype was that black women got pregnant accidentally and that they didn't need a black donor. Uh -oh. But that was untrue. Oh, and black men are. Oh, she just revealed something. I can't rewind it. She just revealed something. She said, yeah. And we previously believe black women are getting pregnant accidentally. Accidentally. What? What? What did we tell you, Nick? What did we tell you? Previously, we thought black men were getting pregnant on accident. But when it was revealed, what did I tell you, bro? They do. When a woman pops up pregnant, again, the, the chances of her getting pregnant is miraculous. Like, it's a miracle to get pregnant. So for a person to get pregnant by three different dudes, it's intentional. Not only that, there's 18 forms of birth control. I did that video in 2018, and it got de demonetized. And she'll say, no, 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 don't worry about that. Don't worry. She will let a dude run in raw at the perfect time to ovulate, which is a three-day period. Perfect time to leave your seed in there. Oh, I got pregnant, and it's all Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. I say it's always planned. Maybe one pregnancy is a oops, baby. Oh, I got pregnant. I didn't realize it. Dude, it's never an accident. It's never an accident unless she's completely ignorant about the procedure is. It's never an accident. It's always on purpose. She just she just admitted it. Oh, it was thought. Man, this is a sad world. Then they blame your dumb ass. Yeah, almost never an accident.
applying to be donors for a number of reasons, medical mistrust, um, the fact that they it's been ingrained in them that they are absentee fathers or Woo, she killing it, bro. She killing it. She him, daddy. It's ingrained in them to use the excuse of the absentee father. It's ingrained in them. She killing it. And it's all because of it's ingrained in them to use the excuse that the dude was just a hood ninja and an absentee daddy. Now they can't use that because dudes is strapping up. Dudes ain't shooting up the block. Dudes are going overseas. Dudes are dating white girls and Asians and Latinas. And they're leaving Memphis girls by themselves or to get knocked up by that one rapper. Okay. Wow. Woo. That they have a bunch of offspring that they don't take care of. And the black men I spoke to, they want to be involved fathers. And they see this as procreating without having a relationship with that child. Woo. She's saving ninjas, boy. She's spitting. There you go. She's spitting. So the idea that black dudes are out here just procreating recklessly, that's not always the case. They're trying to have families, but of course, he's a deadbeat and he gets taken to family court and dragged on a planned pregnancy. On a planned She said it ain't no accident. Then they're using the, it's Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. What's wrong with boy? They gonna have to take her down. Oh Lord, is this the candor? The black hand is always right here. Good Lord. So, what's been the proposed solution? Is, are they talking about incentives? Anything like that? Mm -hmm. So, cryo banks have been trying, but honestly, they've been passively trying. Mm -hmm. So, they do online ads and go to social media, but they're not in the community. They're not at the barber shops. They're not at the HBCUs. And I pressed them on this because they're like, oh, we go to black fraternities. And I said, in, in HBCUs. And I said, okay, well, how? And they're like, we took out a newspaper ad. So, they're not mm -hmm. doing much to reach them. But at the same time, the number of Latino donors has increased. Um, dramatically. So their ads are working and cryobanks have told me, you know, we've done ad campaigns, but it's coming off to urban and it's turning away potential applicants. Jesus Christ. Man, the community, y'all needed to get it together. All right. Because she's just revealing, she's pulling the curtain from, she's pulling the curtain up of revealing back there. I mean, this is bad. This is bad. This explanation is terrible. So she's like, we try to get ninjas. Ninjas don't want to jack off in a Petri dish. I don't care how much you pay them. They want to inseminate naturally. Okay. They're like, hey, ninjas, will you come jack off into this Petri? No, no, no. No, I'm going to need somebody to practice on. I'm not just going to do that. Not only that, you're going to see where the numbers are. The community is actually, it's, it's going to be very, very difficult to hold that together because Latinos are going to pass y'all up. Statistically, Latinos are going to pass black people. They're already passed them like, um, in most every major city. But um, I would say in the next 10 to 20 years, Latinos would be almost double the population, double the black black uh, population. It is not even going to be close. Um, so they're trying to go to the barbershop, newspaper ads, black fraternities. Nah. Nah, that ain't going to work. That's how y'all go hold the community together. So what would you say to uh, perhaps men out there, black men out there who are interested in this? Where where, where do you go? Where do you start? Yes. So go online. And but the thing is, it is such a strict criteria to uh -oh. be a sperm donor. Uh -oh. You cannot have felony convictions. Mm. 
this system has done a number on ninjas. <laughs> Y'all brothers, man. This is okay. You can't have a felony. Oh man. The system is cold-blooded on y'all. You know can't smoke weed is coming up. You know can't he said I'm not. You know, you know can't smoke weed is coming up. I haven't watched this whole thing. What what else can you not have? A felony? Oh, that's gonna eliminate a third. You got a third eliminated right there. Most of these people got bad felonies too. It's not even a legit felony. You just couldn't afford a good lawyer. Let's continue. You need to know three generations worth of your family medical history, which hmm. could be difficult for you got to know three generations of your family medical history so that means you not just your mammy you got to know your father's three generations you don't even got no daddy you ain't even got and it's all jermaine's fault it's always jermaine's fault who is your daddy first of all and now who's your daddy daddy and now, who's your daddy's daddy, daddy? You out. <laughs> That's okay. Some of y'all eliminated already. You don't even know your grandma. Do you know your great grandpa? Let's continue here. Some, you. Um, you also can't be gay, and that's a really big one. So how it's um, the FDA regulates tissue donation, and how it's written is a man cannot have sex with a man within the last five years. So 90% of Atlanta is out of the deal. Atlanta, you're out. San Francisco, you're out. New York, you're out as well. All right. So everybody in New York, Miami, you're out. Atlanta's qualified. <laughs> so that's going to eliminate another. We got like 10% of men. Yikes. Oh, this is terrible, bro. What else? So it doesn't specifically say gay. LA. But one credit bank told me that eliminates 10% of its wow. applicants. 10% in Los Angeles. 10% in Memphis. So it whittles it down. What, what's already mm -hmm. a small number. I'm glad you're setting, shedding light on this. I would encourage people to read the article because, it, like I said, it's very nuanced and mm -hmm. you, you explain a lot of the layers to this problem. Thanks for joining us this morning. Washington Post reporter Amber Ferguson. Thanks Thank again. you so much. Shout out to Amber Ferguson and this sister right here. Uh, this is going to be a problem. This is a problem. Houston is out too. I mean, most major cities is out. Indianapolis is out. Indianapolis is out. I mean, there's too many major cities that are already disqualifying 80% of their men just on the felony. Um, the, the GAY thing. And there was another thing. Um, oh, you need to know three generations of men. No, I mean, generations of your family history out. This is a, people want to say this is a rigged game. I could be, there's an argument for that. There's an argument for that. Wow. So community, y'all need to get it together. And brothers, hold the line if you don't have any I if you don't have any um faith in trying to keep it together for the community. Right? You don't have any faith out there. I did want to share this one, uh, this story right here. Uh, white folks, y'all ain't got it that much better. Here's a woman right here. Here's a woman. Her name is Grace, age 38. She's a mother of three boys. And my first girl is on the way. Let's play the clown music here. So I'm a mother of three boys and my first girl is on the way. She's pregnant here on a dating app. This looks like Bumble. She's a small business owner and an artist. Yeah, small business owners, artists. She's going to be broke. 
looking for fun and relaxation and a genuinely nice person to spend time with. Again, she doesn't want to bone you. She wants the time. She wants to be a time thief. When you see that on the dating app, I just want someone to spend time on. That's a time thief. She's a waste. The best part is because I'm already pregnant, you can't knock me up. Let's continue. There she is right there. Lee, okay, shout out to you. Three kids with a fourth on the way, age 38. She sounds like a win. She says museums. She says, I'm a real nerd about museums. I have a master's degree in museum studies. Muse, a master's degree in museum studies. <laughs> a master's degree in museum studies, bruh. <laughs> I can't, you can't make this ish up. You can't make this ish up. A master's degree in museum studies. What are we doing, guys? What are we doing out here? These are the best available options for you. These are the best available options. She says, and you know she has student loan debt. She says, I'm kind of obsessed in which TC had more options. I don't know what TC is. Maybe that's a city. I'm not sure what that is. But these are the best available women for you. These are the best available women for you at age 38. And this is kind of what happened. So she's already, she's obsessed with going to museums. It's crazy. But this is the world we live in. This is the world we live in. Shout out to you brothers here. Let's get to the super chats. Let's get to the super chats here. Let's see here. We got uh, Pimp Skywalker. I got you already. It's Uchila Strider says, Coach, I think I met a girl I'm extremely attached to. I'm very well versed in RP context. And he says, but around her, I'm mesmerized. Can you give me three vetting tips? All right, so you got vetting tips here. Give me your age if you can. Give me your age. So you're extremely attracted to her. This is, again, one of the situations that I put on here. So you're using your extreme attraction to overlook obvious red flags. Oh, it's Twin Cities. So Twin Cities she was referencing. Let me see if I can pull it up here. It says right here, uh, what did she say? TC is what? TC has, I wish TC, okay, so she's from Minnesota. So what, he said, he's 12 years old. So what, what you're going through is you, you have an extreme attraction, but you're rushing things. You're going to be rushing things because you're extremely attractive and you're not going to vet. And you're going to see red flags and you're not going to acknowledge them. You're not going to acknowledge them. What I would tell you is if this was an ugly woman, you would actually not be obsessed with her and you, would over, you wouldn't overlook red flags and you wouldn't rush. So you have to apply those same things, apply those same things to this woman. Apply those same things to this woman because at that point, you're not going to make a mistake. You want to challenge her to uh, extend this long term. He's just going to, he's going to get that venom out. So a lot of guys will do that. I've heard all this red pill content. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to sabotage myself. And then an attractive woman will come. She will put her lips around you and you won't be able to shake it. This is normal. 
This is why we have to continue to do this. <laughs> but what you're going to do, what you must do is treat this person as if that's the most dangerous person in your life. Do not go on with all that. So investigate, acknowledge all red flags, find the red flags, acknowledge them, keep them into your into your portfolio or your file so that the next red flag is a way for you to get out. It's a way for you to get out. It's the same as if you found a very attractive woman and you've built yourself up and you talk to her. I want a prenup. If she shuffles, you should disqualify her. But many dudes will say, well, she's nice. She's the best woman I could get. And then I'll overlook the prenup and it will be a disaster for you. Eventually is going to um, eventually is going to do what? It's going to put you in a situation where you'll regret it. Stretch her out long term. Stretch her out long term. All right. Shout out to Jack Vendetta says Babylon is burning. I just kicked back. I'm just kicking back, eating popcorn and enjoying the show. Shout out to my favorite African-American over here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, man. Shout out to you brothers on the super chat. Did I get you? So that's man. Dude, you guys got to do your due diligence. <laughs> oh, somebody said he probably hasn't hit it yet. He hasn't smashed yet. Yep. So that's why you're extremely attracted to her. Smash her for about two years and see if you're still attracted to her. LaWar Moore says, let's do that episode tonight. Male jealousy. Male jealousy. Male jealousy is definitely in here. And uh, one of the things that you guys got to know, um, you know, if you guys don't see it, what's going on, but there are people here trying to, they want some attention. Okay. They want some attention. You don't see it. Some people see it because they're in the right position to see it. but um. As soon as you start to rise, here they come, men. Here they come. And they'll try everything to try to, to try to see if they can expose you. But male jealousy, we'll talk about it tonight. That's a great subject matter. Male jealousy. Where are we at here? Did I get this brother right here? Let's see. This is PayPal. No government name. I got you already. No government name is in the building. Let's see here. Did I get Jim status? I think I got all these brothers already. Jim status is in the building. Gumps serve a purpose. Nothing better than a woman. You were, there's a typo there. I'm not sure what that says. He says nothing better than a woman. Something mess with finds himself a gump and she's off your back. And now another man's problem. Another man's problem. Older men. I want you to tell these guys, you're dating a woman. She putting pressure on you. You, you deny her. You reject her saying, no, I'm not going to fall for that. What you'll eventually see is her slither away and find another guy to try to take that deal. I've seen many women do that. And I just say, I'm glad I dodged that bullet. Because eventually you will find she didn't really like you. She was using you for a purpose. You don't take the deal. And somebody else tries, she tries to force that deal on someone else and they don't even take the deal. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. All right. I see. I skipped that one. I skipped somebody earlier. Be careful out here, gentlemen. Your seed is very valuable. So is your time. So is your investment in relationship. I got another brother here. Jay Cool, did I get you already? He says he has a friend who knew that the culture was intentionally destroying men before I knew it. 
And yet, as an example, when I say to him that a man's superpower is to walk away, his immediate response is, well, women can too. My friend sees and yet it's not seen. Women cannot walk away from men. They cannot. I'm going to get to Venmo in a second. Women can't do the same thing. The power for men is to walk away or vote with your feet or decline. That's your power. Women can't explain, display that power only for too long. And when I say women, not all women. Many women can and they'll do well, but sometimes that, that, that um, yearning to have a companion will be burning inside of them. For men, yes, you will get lonely and you will make mistakes. But men can walk away from bad situations and it will be better for them. A.D. Austin, the benefit of being a good girl is health, mental and emotional and physical stability. That is the benefit. Where are we at here? A.D. Austin also includes, and we got three more. I'm 5'6", and when I hear someone tell me that there's a girl asking about me and they didn't put me on or I write, wait a minute, and they didn't put me on, I write them personally off immediately. Life for me is hard enough. Why they making it harder? Why they making it harder? Or why are they making it harder? So he's saying if someone tells me a girl is asking about me, interesting. Well, you're protecting yourself because you know that what is the reason? You know, guys, most of the time, if you're a shorter guy and you've been, you know, using against you, a lot of times you'll be like, why do they like me now? Shout out to Jorge Zapata, morning coffee coach. Free agent lifestyle is the only way you were demonetized for lack of holding masculine frame out there. Yes, indeed. And that's you. Let's see here. What do we got here? Mr. McBride is in the building. What did you say here? If we think male jealousy is bad now, just wait until a few weeks when F and F hits 1 million. Then we're going to see a whole bunch of female behavior. Yeah, uh, yes. They're definitely going to be upset when, when they make a million. And a lot of people have attacked them mostly because they grew faster, right? You might not like what they do, right? That's one thing. You might even disagree with them. I don't, I disagree with their point, but it's never been that. There's always been something else. Now, you can like them or not like them, but it's always been something else. Shout out to the Jimmy ZTT. So once again, the men, once again, the men, black women, should want to be in their life will be considered too dull to get inseminated by. We've gone to the sperm bank. Black men were there. None of them would skeet in us. Stay free, coach gang. But it's also an indicator that uh, black women have options too. Right. They might believe they have options, but they don't. So you're seeing them on the low running to sperm banks. It's weird. We got Venmo style over here. Venmo style. Shout out to Faith. Faith says, love your content coach as a woman. I must say you are spot on when it comes to the a lot of the things you say and you crack me up. Where can I send them feed pictures to? Woo. Shout out to you, Faith. Women and men don't want to see me. I'm sorry. Women specifically don't want to admit that I'm right about them. Most of them. Shout out to, um, he says, hey, Hafiz. He says, nobody put a gun to your head to listen to CGA. I can pay for whatever entertainment I want to. Coach is hilarious. Shout out to you. Zero fallout. Red pill has been around for thousands of years, yet we still in the same spot. It was men throwing other men under the bus. 100%. 
if you look at a lot of philosophies, they've already been talked about everything we talked about. So don't believe that a person came up with anything we're talking about. They may have came up with, with their own experiences, but for the most part, we as men have always learned these things. And it's just a matter of time that you understand that men before us, thousands of years before us, have already prepared you for this. They just don't want you to know. Shout out to Porgy Jr. He says, I saw you on Hafiz or on with the feast. Men being jealous is feminine. Even you know who said you killed the debate. Folks don't like statistics and facts. 100% of a fact. But he also said other things about me, but it's all right. And normally when they do a video, their bots come over here. <laughs> I call them the bots. Bill Stryker says, they mad you are successful without pandering. Again, I kind of keep it simple. Um, and like I said, all of you don't agree with everything that I say, but that doesn't stop you. We as men have to understand we can disagree with another man, but we don't have to get personal. But uh, men are willing to get willing to get personal because they see my face going around the Internet now. And they're like, all right, time to make it personal. <laughs> what a sad existence, miserable existence. But I realize most people are miserable. All right. We got to the two hour and 30 minute mark. So we normally go three hours in the morning. And if there's any one thing that you want to talk to talk about, we can talk about some things real quick. I think I got everything that I wanted to talk about. Yes, I did. All right. Let me throw this up there. Let me throw this up there. Let me throw this up there. Okay. I was going to talk about this, but I didn't know how to talk about it. Daughters of Jason Williams denounces his St. John Hall of Fame nod. You don't have to stick around for this. I'm not, I'm not threatening you to stick around. Check this out. Daughters of Jason Williams denounces his St. John Hall of Fame nod. Now, if you don't know who Jason Williams is, I might have to do a quick search. But my computer's like, don't do it. <laughs> okay, so Jason Williams, former NBA player. He played for the New Jersey Nets at the time, and he was a big-time rebounder, funny jokester. I think he's still on television now. Well, he got into a situation um, pretty much at the peak of his career where he accidentally, <laughs> he accidentally, according to him, shot a, a um, limo driver or his chauffeur. Well, he didn't handle the accidental shooting very well. He actually tried to um, he actually tried to cover it up. Let's just say that he tried to cover it up. He tried to blame somebody else. Very feminine there. And it's all Jermaine Fultz. It's always Jermaine Fultz. And he went to prison. He served prison time. He lost his NBA career. He lost a lot of money. I believe his wife divorced him as well. His wife ended up being a woman on Basketball Wives or one of those shows. So he lost everything. Now, because of that, because of that. His reputation has been tarnished, but I think he's paid his debt to society. And St. John's University wants to put him in the Hall of Fame. Wants to put him in the Hall of Fame. Now, guess who came out and said, do not put his ass in the Hall of Fame? I'll give you one guess. You guys can see it on the screen here. I thought this was an interesting story because it, yeah, his life went downhill fast. The interesting story about this is sometimes it's the people close to you that actually try to pull your whole card. It's the people close to you that try to pull your whole card, that try to bring up your past. Now, I don't know what his dynamics are between his daughter and him. I know he probably was in prison many of those years. And because of that, they feel that because their life was made to be tough, he should not get what this university is trying to give. 
You would think it would be the fans. You would think it would be cancel culture. But no, it's his daughters. Let's figure out what's going on. This isn't white chocolate Jason Williams. This is going to be light-skinned Jason Williams. So why is his daughters coming out against him? Why are people close to you coming against you? Why is there jealousy? Why, why is it time to dig up dirt? Especially when you paid their debt to society. You paid the debt. You actually going on with life. It says right here, the daughters of former NBA All-Star Jason Williams have denounced St. John's for its decision to induct their father into the school's athletic hall of fame because of accusations of neglect in their lives following his role in the 2002 fatal deleting of the limousine driver. Okay, I'm going to have to pull up a picture because many of you guys don't know who we're talking about. You might want to know. Problem is, my computer is going to be like, don't do it. I try to not pull up stuff live in my show because my RAM doesn't like it. My hard drive doesn't like it during the show. So here it is right here. Here it is right here. So this is um, light-skinned Jason Williams there. This is his wife who her skin complexion looks really interesting to me. So this is light-skinned Jason Williams. Many of you guys don't remember him. Here he is in the NBA right here. He got a massive contract. And he was nothing merely but a rebounder, which is everything in basketball. He wasn't a big scorer. Most of his scoring came from rebounding putbacks. But um, here's his story right here. He shot his limousine driver, he says, on accident, but he tried to cover it up and blame it on someone else. And then they found out that he covered it up. It didn't look good. And he was kind of like the clown prince. He was a very big, um, very big personality. He could talk, explain himself well, be funny. He was humorous. And he got a lot of TV time. He might even be on TV now. He might even be on TV now. I'm not sure. But he's, he's a very good, um, very good, passionate speaker. Anyway, says right here, his daughter triumphed in wisdom. I'm going to put the daughter's names in there because they, I believe that they're adults. I don't talk about children. Let me see if I could see here. Yes, they both are legally adults. I won't, I won't do that to them. <laughs> I won't do that. The, the daughter's names are Triumph and Wisdom. You guys see the spelling there. Wrote open letters that they plan to send to St. John's saying the school should be ashamed for his induction into the class during Saturday's homecoming weekend. Okay. Williams, age 54. Served more than a year in prison for the accidental shotgun death of chauffeur Kostov Kristinov, something like that. Christophe. The sisters each accused Williams of neglect and emotional and verbal abuse and said the power forward, who signed a six year, $86 million deal with the New Jersey Nets, failed to provide adequate financial support. <sighs> <laughs> oh, my God. Triumph J. Williams, age 19, studying theater at DePaul. Man, I'm going to tell you, as men, it is very, very difficult. It is very, very difficult for you to deal with modern women and even your modern women that you're related to. When you're related to modern women, I don't care if it's your wife, your daughter, your ex-wife. I don't care if it's your mama. Your, dude, they are difficult to deal with. If they feel that they didn't get their way with you, even though you tried, you're going to be the deadbeat. Not, no, 
your mom don't even wait their mom doesn't even have to call you the deadbeat they'll call you the deadbeat in the spirit of rebellion your daughters your ex-wives they all will rebel against you in some form or fashion even if you're not bothering them anymore okay i won't bother you no more they'll say you didn't fight hard enough <laughs> you didn't fight hard enough you weren't there in times where they didn't want you to be there i'm warning you men that this is how it works because they have to be able to blame somebody. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. We're seeing young men do this as well with 50 cents. All right, 50 cent. 50 cent's son has been raised as a daughter and he's doing this now. Now that the mother can't collect any child support, he's saying this is where I'm at in life. Now it's your fault, 50. And listen, 50 cent said, okay, y'all want to play this game? I'm going to disown you. See, we need to get to the fact, and by the way, I picked this point up, this talking point from Obsidian. He doesn't have children. But in the past, they used to have some, yeah, Herschel Walker's son, who I don't know what his pronouns are. Herschel Walker's about to win. Here comes the son about to throw him under the bus. We need to get back to the point where you can disown a mother. <laughs> you can disown somebody and not be ashamed of it. See, in the past, we would disown people. And then we would have to make up some, well, and they'd be on Oprah and my dad and my mom. And then they throwing you under the bus when their life doesn't turn out exactly what you warned them about. You told them you better follow the king. You don't want to follow the king disowned. Mm. <laughs> oh, you don't want to follow me. Okay, cool. But you cannot ride the wave and 50 cent disowned his son. Okay. But now everybody's like, well, you need to be there for him. Nah, <laughs> you made your choice. You made your choice. And we have to understand that adolescents and many kids are smarter than we give them credit for. They're smarter than we give them credit for. They know what they're doing. And 50 Cent said, I'm disowning you. Okay, now. Herschel Walker didn't say I disowned him because why? He's running for office. He can't say I disowned him. But at the at the end of it, he's going to disown his ass should he win his uh, Senate seat. He's going to disown his ass. He's like, I still love my kid. Every father loves their kid. That's, that's proving nothing. Yep, Dr. Dre's daughter is a prime example. Remember Dr. Dre's daughter tried to throw him under the bus? Dr. Dre's daughter, she was like, I'm doing Uber Eats. He was like, bro, you had plenty of opportunity. I supported you for 18 years. And plus, and then you threw dirt on my name, you're disowned. This is what people have to take on. But you're trying to keep people into your life that are rebelling against you and making it hard for you. I tell you, don't deal with that headache. Do not deal with that headache. Disown. It's a hard thing to do because society is still going to punish you. But at least you're not going, to, he says, at least you're not going to deal with this bullshit, this emotional shit. People want to use this emotional shit and this entitlement. You just got to have to say, well, listen, that's all great. But what you're doing is the equivalent of treason against the king. Shout out to Obsidian Radio Network. You're committing treason. And when you commit treason, you can no longer reside in the castle. When you commit treason, you can no longer reside in the castle. This is what kings do. But simps and weak-ass men try to make this work. 
<laughs> yep, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. She rode the wave of entitlement. It didn't work out. She had to do porn. <laughs> There's a penalty for disloyalty. Many people could lose their lives for stuff like this. You don't want to do this to your children, but you can lose your lives for this. Or let me just put it like this. And I've always said I would never do this. And I'm 100%, 100% truth. I will never do this. I, told, I, I tell everybody I'm associated with this. I will not go down on your weakness. I will not go down as a result of your weakness. Meaning, if you become a crack addict, I'm not saving you. If you become a crack addict, I'm not going to save you. Like a lot of people will have their kids be on crack and they'll be like, oh, I'll try to do this. And they'll actually do everything they can to uh, try to save them and go to rehab and all that shit. And they stealing from them. They're 60 years old. They're crackhead son coming back 30 years old. I will not do that. And I tell people up front, I will not do it. If your ass get on crack and meth, that's your ass. You're not, I'm not saving you. I'm not. People have to know that, and I speak the real. As soon as you go against the king and you do everything that I told you not to do, and you do it anyway, that's your ass. Because I ain't going to be the one that saved you. I'm not going to feel sorry for you. People think I feel sorry for people. I don't. I don't even feel sorry for myself. I don't even feel sorry for myself. When I make mistakes, I just be like, ah, oh, damn. I made a mistake. I own up to it, and I keep it moving. But I make mistakes. But I own up to it. I say there's no sense of repairing that shit. I'm going to keep it moving. But with that being said, with that being said, you guys, you guys will watch your kids do this and then take the fall for it. Let's finish the story. Says right here, Triumph, age 19, studying theater at DePaul. Obviously, she didn't have any father there to tell her. That's a dumb decision. She details accusations that her sisters were locked into a trash chute by Williams. Here we go. There's one scenario where they're going to say he locked me in and kept me. This is actually reprehensible. Sure. Did he lock her in? I don't know if he locked her in. He kept her in there and said, don't bring your ass out of here. Obviously, this is what they're doing. They're trying to twist it. Triumph also lashes out at St. John's as possible fools in misusing money to honor Jason Williams, right? As you can see, she rebelled. She's rebelling. Yeah, she needed to be kept in that room for a couple of minutes just to cool down. She also says, quote, why are you being honored and inducted into the Hall of Fame while I've always had to earn my survival, let alone my success in spite of you, St. John's University? You should be ashamed of yourself. This is what she wrote right here. Let me read it again in my proper voice. Why are you being honored and inducted in the Hall of Fame <laughs> when I've always had to earn my survival, let alone my success in spite of you? St. John's University, you should be ashamed of yourself. This is all boo-hoo bullshit. I'm sure he tried to get these girls proper direction and guidance. They didn't want to listen. They didn't want to listen. I'm going to say probably highly likely he was there. He was he was there long enough to lock him in the closet. So that means he was present in the life. And now they're throwing him under the bus. Let's see what's here. 
And by the way, none of these accusations he can prove. Here it is right here. Wisdom, Wisdom J. Williams, an 18-year-old student at the Fashion Institute of Technology. The Fashion Institute. Look, this guy literally had an NBA career, $86 million, and these dudes, these two ended up being theater majors at DePaul and a Fashion Institute student. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, they're going nowhere with these degrees. They're going to just compound in debt, and that's why they're pissed off. He probably said, I disown you. I'm not paying for your college, which he can do. Guys, you can say to your kid, I'm not paying for your college. That doesn't make you a bad parent. First of all, they're not entitled for you to pay shit, especially if they don't listen and they rebel. I'm not paying for that. Especially when you say, I'm going to major in theater at DePaul. I ain't paying for that. <laughs> no, you better find a STEM career. You better be headed to pre-law. I'm not paying for no damn fashion institute of technology. No, because I don't requ I'm not required to do it. Now, if you're going to rebel and then tell me I need to pay for your college, I'm not going to do it. There's nothing wrong with this, gentlemen. Don't let people make you believe that you're supposed to do this. This is what I'm paying for. This is what I'm not paying for. Pretty simple. You got to be down and hard on these people. And if they don't want to toe the line, it is what it is. She says, the father has uh, was an alcoholic and a deadbeat father whose lack of sense, wait, who lacks a any sense of remorse. Okay. First of all, I don't know if he's an alcoholic. He could have acknowledge that he was an alcoholic this is why i tell you men when you're in the parenting position and marry alcohol is your enemy but until i know that that's true maybe it is true now he's a deadbeat father who lacks any sense of remorse meaning he won't apologize when they say apologize you need to apologize for making me do i ain't apologizing for shit <laughs> like look look you feel this way because i am the authority figure over you this is the rules you don't like it. Now you rebel. Now you want me to apologize for making you feel. No. Nope. No. <laughs> you made me feel a certain way when you disciplined me. And you're under my authority. Why do I have to apologize to you for making you feel a certain way? Now, if he was abusive to them, he needs to own up to it. He hasn't admitted it to this point. Williams declined comment to the AP. St. John's plans to go ahead and uh, include Williams in the weekend ceremony. And this is what St. John said. Jason Williams' life's journey is one that includes childhood trauma, time spent in a homeless shelter, addiction, incarceration, and recovery. And it says issues that impact countless American families. The family dynamic between Jason and his children is not a matter that St. John's University will discuss. Woo! See, there was somebody in here trying to bring my family into it. Yeah. 
What that what that got to do with it, fool? What that got to do with it? What that got to do with anything, bro? <laughs> that don't have shit to do with shit. That's your problem. See, St. John said, this is a man. This is a man that is, and they know, they know potentially that these people are treasonous trash. And they're like, we ain't falling for that. We ain't going to use that shame and guilt, shame, blame, and explain. Shout out to my boy, Ramil. We ain't using none of that shit. You can bring that shame, blame, and explain all day long. They don't have nothing to do with nothing. This man has accomplished things. He's came, overcame. He's resulted. He tried to be a king in his own house. He's been undermined. Now you got these treasonous pieces of trash trying to bring him down. <laughs> he like, <laughs> we ain't got no time for that shit. And now they now now because they didn't want to follow the line, they got to pay for their uh worthless degree. They're trying to bring his ass down. Nope. St. John said, nope. <laughs> St. John said, we ain't going for that. Don't try to bring the man down because they got he got family issues. That's their issue. It ain't yours. Don't try that female tactic bullshit on us. You see what I'm saying? I wish more people held the line. He said, you bring that shit to Oprah. Go tell Oprah. Oprah will listen to it. We ain't listening to it over here. Get him, daddy. Not only that, I believe the mom is on Basketball Wives. I don't know her position over there, so I don't know. She could have already been trying to trash the guy already, and it was like, we're not going to get involved in none of this. We're not going to get involved in none of this. Y'all want to bring that shit, that old rumor shit and all that stuff you cannot prove. Whatever they're accusing him of, they can't prove it. That's just their own personal experience. And St. John's was like, we ain't having that. We ain't having none of that shit. Keep it to yourself. All right, Pip Skywalker says, a true man hates no one. Shout out to Napoleon Bonaparte. Yes. And it says right here, they also says, who says this part right here? Oh, they, add, they added this. Part of the recovery and redemption process is restoring trust accepting help and finding comfort and support in the journey. And that coupled with this, that athletic accomplishment is what St. John's university recognizes with Jason Williams during this homecoming weekend. Yes. It was like, nah. All right. So they go in and they talked about him and his past experience uh, with this thing. It says right here, Williams has since founded the addiction rehabilitation program, the rebound Institute in Florida which has been promoted by St. John's as a success story. But his daughters wrote that Williams never made amends with them. <laughs> Quote, I knew that I couldn't change who my father was and the way he viewed and treated me, Wisdom wrote. I know that the, con wait, I know that the contrition and apologies were never coming. Again, what is he apologizing for? Stuff that you're claiming. Can you prove that? Did he acknowledge that he did those things and did not apologize? I'm assuming he washed his hands of y'all. <laughs> he disowned you and he kept stepping in life. And look at him now. He's getting honored. He's got an institute helping people get through addiction. You was throwing a monkey wrench in the program. And he said, treason. Off with the head. <laughs> That's what he said. And he kept it moving and they're pissed off. So what's the next thing they do? Try to ruin his reputation with the same bullshit. Everybody used. He was abusive. He wasn't there. He's a deadbeat. He didn't pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save it. <laughs> Say the drama for your mama. That's what he said. Say the drama for your mama. 
Y'all want to live back there? Go ahead. We ain't dealing with that shit. She also wrote a poem about her father and dedicated it. It's called the wait to the weakest man. I know Jason. Oh, this is sad. She wrote a poem to him, to the weakest man. I know Jason, which one did this? The 18 year old man. I tell you, bro. You can't win. They hate to see you win. They hate to see you winning. Again, the best thing you can do is march. Keep it stepping in life, guys. Look, he would be a lesser man trying to come rescue these straggle daggles. He ain't doing it. He's like, I'm going to keep it moving, bro. Keep it moving. Now, society's going to expect him to patch that up. There, he's gonna. Society expects Jason to come groveling back on his knees to try to patch it up to a woman that tried to take away your Hall of Fame induction and has wrote a poem called To Weakest Man I Know. What the hell is he supposed to do with this shit? What, what kind of relationship he's supposed to have with these people now? This is what 50 Cent is saying about his son. He's like, the son's like, now I want to be a part of your life. Yeah, because you're broke. 50's like, nope, I don't want nothing to do with it. And they're saying, oh, man, you're a bad guy. He just wants a relationship with you. No, he don't. He's in his feminine and he's broke. Now he wants to grovel back after years and years of trying to tear him down. Jason Williams can't go back to him. There's no apology. There's no amount of anything that he can do. To make that situation work, all he's going to do is come back in subservience. And then he'll apologize for nothing. Oh, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Now what? You owe me this and you owe me that. <laughs> you're disowned and keep it moving as the angry man said here's the things that men have to understand about i mean the society in the world this is what you have to understand about kids and men what you have to understand about kids and men is that men can create another kid just like that that looks just like that kid we don't have a time clock we don't have, okay, you want to go left? I can make another one that looks just like you. Just like that. Not only that, I can make five or ten of you. I can make 15 of you. In a matter of 10 years, I can make 15 of you that look just like you and give them a better life. So I'm not beholden to you if you don't want to cooperate. <laughs> you don't want to cooperate? Okay. I can turn right over here and I'll have a kid in 10 months that look just like you. And I could do this at 40, 45, 50, 60, 70. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what we have to understand that men are capable of doing. But we know the rebellious natures of kids sometimes when in concert with their mother who is holding grudges. They're going to blame you for this when it's not even your fault. Again, we think we have deadbeat fathers when we have nothing but bitter mothers. And bitter mothers poison kids. And when kids want to rebel, bitter mothers and kids get together. Then I got to come back and apologize and grovel. And no, I can make another one just like you. 
in the absence of all of you. <laughs> I mean, just like that. And not only that, you're going to need me before I need you. I'm going to repeat. These are things that men, write all of these things down. I'm telling you this, and this is how you should treat people in your world. You're going to need me before I need you. I'm going to repeat it. You're going to need me before I need you. <laughs> Guys, take notes. This is how it works. But men have gone astray, and we've been nothing but subservient, not only to women and wives, but even to our own kids. You're subservient even when you're a Hall of Famer. It ain't good enough. Even when you've given them opportunities, it ain't good enough. Even when you're about to, you're helping other people. This man's helping other people get off addiction and get back clean. It ain't good enough. As a man, I know because women around me are my age, probably a third of them are going left. By the time I get to 50, it'll be two thirds of them. By the time I get to 60, it'll be damn near all of them. You're going to need me before I need you. Not only that, I can make another one just like the other one. <laughs> Yo, man, if dudes would do that and hold the line, we'd be in a better place. But uh, guys, they're emotionally hijacking you with these stories of he did this and he did that. He was a deadbeat. He didn't step up. He didn't do that. You know what the truth is? People rebelled. And when they rebelled, he washed his hands and he kept it moving. He's like, I ain't going to deal with this shit. You don't want to do what I tell you? Okay, fine. I'm out. And when he, when he cuffed his balls, when he cuffed his balls, then they got pissed. Then they tried to ruin his legacy. They tried to throw dirt on his name. Those things they're claiming, they have no proof. If it's not a sexual abuse and they have proof, if they don't have any proof of them being beat, evidence, recordings, if they don't have any proof that he got sloppy drunk on a regular basis, they don't have any proof, it's all bullshit. <laughs> it is what it is. Let me get these super chats. I did stretch that out to get it to the three-hour mark. Daryl L says, hey, coach, great show. Obsidian hit you on IG for a show. Dude, I got to do it. And I owe Obsidian. Hope y'all link up. I owe Obsidian for sure. All right. I definitely owe him to be a part of uh, his show. I'll go over there because Obsidian has been a great, great contributor, especially when I was just learning these things. I watched Obsidian from the beginning. And um, yes, I do owe him an appearance on his show. Jack Vendetta, he says, brethren, this is a quote, brethren, I cannot myself, wait, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. This is Philippians 3 and 13. I don't worry about many things from my past, all right, unless it's a really, really big deal. I'm focused on going forward. If people want to live in the past related to anything I do or other people do, I don't have time. I don't have time for that, really. I'm kind of marching forward. And uh, shout out to Mr. Deshaun Rose says, caught you live. Love the show. Keep cooking. Shout out to you, brothers. The war more mothers must have named both triumph and wisdom. <laughs> I'm assuming she did. 
And at that point, he lost the relationship. All right. If the mother got to rule and name those two kids, pretty sad. And thank you for Jack Vendetta for that scripture. March forward, gentlemen. March forward. Let no one hold you in uh, as an emotional hostage. This is tough for a lot of men because we're not very good at emotional hostages, being emotional hostages, right? So we'll relent. We'll give in. Okay. All right. I made you feel a certain way. Guys, as a coach and have coached many women, I made a lot of women feel a certain way. And I never let them get away with it. You made me lose my self-esteem as a player. No, I didn't. <laughs> See, my job is to evaluate you. And my job is to lead you. I didn't make you lose a damn thing. You lost your self-esteem. That's why it's called self-esteem. All right, don't blame me because you playing like dog crap. All right, now, I don't tell them that specifically. But a lot of guys that, a lot of basketball players and athletes will say a coach will crush their self-esteem. Self -esteem, but it's your esteem. I, I'm going to tell you, if I try to correct you, that means I care about you. I don't want to break you down. I'm trying to correct you. I'm trying to tell you where you stand. You don't deserve that much more playing time than this player. I know you see it that way, but that's not the case. This player is going to play in front of you. This is where your minutes going to be. I need you to contribute and be a part of the team. Well, if they want to be the star, there's nothing that I can tell them. So thus, then I crush their self-esteem. At that particular point, you're not going to be a contributor to this team. Then I got to let you go. Then I crushed you. Then they talking shit about me, right? And I'm like, listen, I was nice. If I'm coaching you, if I'm coaching you and correcting you, that means I care. When I say nothing, that means I don't care. When I say nothing, that means I no longer care. And when men get in relationships and never check their woman, they never check their kids, they've checked out. So if the man's not communicating anymore, he's checked out. He doesn't care anymore. He's just there so he don't lose anymore. Some men are afraid to lose. I'm not afraid to lose. I'll just go ahead and get the f out of there. <laughs> All right, but, and my players used to know this. They used to say, I was more scared of coach when he stopped talking and correcting in practice. Because I was always correcting. I was like, yeah, hey, let's go. Motivating, I'm trying to get it on. I'm clapping, enthusiastic. Hey, let's go. We missed two layups. Don't miss no more. Let's go. Now, the minute they start throwing the ball all over the gym, I just did like this. And that's when they started correcting themselves. Oh, shit, he ain't coaching no more. Okay, he ain't clapping. He's no, he's no longer enthusiastic. Now they know the next turnover, the next missed layup, they ass is about to be running. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to ruin your self-esteem, but y'all want to throw the ball all over the gym? Okay, good. Okay, let me wait. Miss another one. Oh, you missed? Okay. Let's get the whistle. On the sideline. Ain't no yelling in. <laughs> There ain't no yelling on the sideline. I told my assistant, put 60 seconds on the clock. Y'all better touch that line 18 times. Go. Ain't no need to yell and correct then. <laughs> touch every line with your foot. Anybody take a shortcut? We doing it again. This is what we going to do the whole practice. <laughs> okay. Hey, another bit. Write this down. Write this down. Either your team runs you or you run your team. Either your team runs you or you run your team. Now, look at some of these coaches. They kiss ass to their players. They might win and be Super Bowl champions. That was just because they were able to kiss on us ass as the players. They weren't hardline on every one of those players. 
But either your team runs you or you run your team. Look at relationships. Either your mate runs you or you run your mate. Look at your kids. Either your kids run you or you run your kids. It ain't both. There's no balance. There's no equality. If you're the king. Now, some of you guys ain't kings. You're peasants. So you can have an equal partnership. And you can try to make it work in this fake dynamic of balance. Either your team runs you or you run your team. Either your wife runs you or you run your wife. Either your kids run you or you run your kids. Either your boss runs you or you run your boss. Either, yeah, either your inmates run you or you run the inmates. <laughs> it is what it is. Now, if you're in a dynamic where they're trying to run you, but you have all the responsibility, you pay all the bills, you're the one supposed to bring it home, you're providing the safety and security, you're feeding them, and they're trying to run you as well, not on my watch. Same thing as if I'm coaching players. I gave you a scholarship. You getting uh, meal plans. I done brought you here. I'm your parent away from home. You ain't about to tell me nothing. I can listen to you. You can provide input, but you ain't about to run me. Same thing with your boss. The boss pays your paycheck. Make sure that you have rent. Make sure that you have a nice, comfy office to run, uh, work in. You ain't about to tell me nothing. I'm the, what? What? <laughs> this is how you have to play it. And if people don't want to play by that rules, you got to cut them. Players don't want to hustle for you, cut them. You have an employee not running, working hard for you, cut them. Your wife don't respect you or listen to you, cut them. You don't spend time trying to convince them to do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you can't do it. But a lot of times you don't believe that you have the ability to earn on your own. So you grovel. I don't do what people tell me to do just by virtue of them trying to do what they tell me to do. You cut. And I keeps it moving. <laughs> anyway. But a lot of people ain't me. A lot of people want to use these things as the way it means to control me. A lot of people want to define this as failure. It ain't failure. It's not. People have done these things a long time. People have always said, I'll, you'll need me before I need you. People have disowned people. Family members, grandparents, mothers, fathers, daughters, sons. People have disowned people for a long ass time. And for or, in order for you to disown somebody, you got to own something. And most of you own nothing. And so all you have is interpersonal relationships. And that's all you live by. And you find yourself trying to defend crackheads and people who want to rebel and don't want to listen to you, spouses and mothers and, and kids. Now, they don't run me, man. <laughs> they, they don't run me. I can't deal with it that way. Not only that, I can make a whole damn village right now and replace you. I can marry another woman right now. You're replaced. Like, you need me before I need you. Think about this. You need me. I can make more kids right now. I can find another wife right now. I can change a woman's life right now and marry her. Most of them can't do that. You can't find another king. Can't find another daddy. Can't find another husband that's willing to roll the dice on you. You can't do it. I can buy another house. You can't.
Think about it, gentlemen. You the one with all the power, but you abdicate the throne for some emotional bullshit that these weak-ass men want to cast on you and cast on the men that built great things and accomplished great things. Now daughters that have become nothing and failures in life want to bring this man down. Stop it. Stop it. You got the power. You got the power. When you recognize you a king, act accordingly. And make sure everybody recognizes you the king of this ish. Don't matter how tall you are, what race you are, or nothing. Take notes and act accordingly. This is why you simp-ass dudes got us in this situation right now. I can make more kids. I can get another wife. I can marry five wives. There's wives right now. There's women right now wanting me to marry them right now. Women who are divorced can't say the same. They can't replace me, nor are they going to find anyone as good as me. They're done. Can't find another daddy. <laughs> can't find another daddy. Jason Williams' daughters can't find another daddy. They're done. Do you understand? This is how it works. He says, kings don't argue with peasants. Pit, kings don't argue with peasants. I ain't got no time for this. You either listen or you're going to be cold. <laughs> that's for that one gump that tried to come in here with that bullshit. You realize I'm marching forward. And that's why you see my back, because I'm three steps ahead of you. CGA, don't worry about that shit. I keeps it moving. I can have four kids right now this year. I'm sorry, in 2020, by 2023, I can have four kids. <laughs> I can have a whole damn new wife. I can have five new wives. I can have a whole damn house. Can they say the same? Can your mama say the same? Your mama don't want to follow what you do? By, by the way, older men, you are the authority over your mother. Once she hits 60 plus, you are the authority over her, especially if she's single. If you have a single mother and she's unmarried, you are the authority over her. You tell her to make sure she's taking her, her rheumatism medicine, make sure she's going to her doctor's appointment. She don't get no damn authority over you. There's nothing she can do for you. You give her the respect as the matriarch, but you tell her, I run you. Because look, she can't have another you. <laughs> she don't have another you. You're it. So she has to follow you. She has to make sure she checks in with you. She has to make sure that she's giving you information as to what she's doing, making sure she's not getting scammed by Nigerians and Russians, making sure she's not giving up her retirement fund to try to flip it, make sure she, she's not getting a reverse mortgage without your knowledge and understanding. Because if she does, she's crapping away anything that she would hand down to you because she's in a desperate situation and she doesn't want to reveal it. But she needs you. So you are the authority over her. She needs you. She can't replace you. Anything you can't replace, you need. Anything she they can't replace, you need. She needs me. My mother needs me. I'm the king. <laughs> but you guys got to actually take it. Take the bull by the horns. Get on this throne. Be unapologetic. Don't apologize to nobody especially about your own personal situation. You don't get it. To I don't have to apologize for shit. You understand? That's how I live my life. And I certainly ain't going to apologize to no damn strangers. 
or people that try to tell me what I should be doing. What I should be doing is staying on this throne and not abdicating it. But it is what it is. Uh, somebody says, uh, last, last thing, Di uh, Diane Carroll made a video explaining she was wrong and black women are alone because they followed her. Exactly, guys. When you're dealing with women, unfortunately, in their moment, they think they're right. Down the line, they'll learn they were wrong, but it's going to be hard for them to actually try to correct it. This is where we are. Uh, let me get out of here, brothers. Shout out to the coach gang. We're going to talk about male jealousy coming up later. It is what it is. This is the world we live in. Thank you for all these super chats. They, um, <laughs> OTOBO says, be careful what you said, just said about Nigerians. Shout out to the Nigerian brothers. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Shout out to the brothers there and the Nigerians. Uh, but, you know, y'all know how y'all be doing. Online, on internet, on Hotmail. Hey, brother. I stuck here. I got $345,000. But what I need for you to do is move the deposit over there, brother. And then you send me the deposit. I go over there and I put the $325,000 in your bank account, brother. Yeah. I put it in your bank account, brother. And it'll be all good. You be rich and I'm a prince over here in Nigeria. And I have five wives, but they done hit me up. So I put it in your bank account, brother. Just send me $5,000 just to make sure we're good, brother. And we'll be good. They be smiling at you looking like this. Ain't that right, brother? Yeah. <laughs> shout out to my Nigerian brothers. All right, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all for being here. And guess what, brothers? We out of here. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch.